93.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. A community comes together to grieve. A vigil last evening for those killed in yesterday's mass shooting at the Covenant School in Nashville's Green Hills neighborhood. Police say the transgender shooter who killed three kids and three adults at the private Christian elementary school in Nashville Monday was a former student of the school. Officials say the 28-year-old biological woman who was living as a man had a manifesto and had planned to attack two schools but decided against the second school because it had security in place and was not a soft target. Police also say she expressed resentment at having to attend the Christian school in the past. Tasha Stevens reporting. Police have released a video of the shooter roaming the halls of the school. The attacker was subsequently shot and killed by police. President Biden, who calls the attack sick and a family's worst nightmare, wasted no time repeating his call for more gun control. The New York grand jury investigating former President Trump is not expected to meet today as the indictment watch continues. It's another day of tight security here at the courthouse and in front of the DA's office. Yesterday, the grand jury heard from David Pecker, former National Enquirer publisher and Donald Trump friend. The ex-president is being investigated by the Manhattan DA over payments during his 2016 campaign to two women who allege affairs with him, something Trump denies. Pecker's company paid one woman for her story but never ran it. Last night on Sean Hannity's show, Trump called the investigation election interference. In Lower Manhattan, Julie Walker, New York. Watching Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 23 points, while the Nasdaq is trading 80 points lower, and the S&P is down 10 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances, and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady time. A voting rights campaign focuses on the prison population. People serving sentences for felony convictions lose their right to vote. Detainees awaiting trial or serving misdemeanor sentences do retain that right, but face barriers. Expanding jailhouse voting is one of the latest steps to combine voting rights with criminal justice changes. Cook County Sheriff Tom Dart says some people talk about the need for prisoners to stop reoffending. And you're not encouraging them to do the thing that makes us uniquely citizens, which is we vote for who leads us, then really you're a phony. You really are. DART has set up classes for inmates on voting. I'm Ed Donahue. Striking workers waving burning flares invaded and blocked train tracks serving one of Paris's main railway stations. It is a new day of nationwide protest against pension reforms. 
French President Macron wants to hike the retirement age from 62 to 64. News and analysis at townhall.com. A popular restaurant chain will pay for its alleged anti-union activities. Chipotle Mexican Grill has agreed to pay $240,000 to former employees, part of a settlement stemming from a complaint that the company violated federal law by closing a restaurant where workers wanted to unionize. Chipotle announced it was permanently closing its Augusta, Maine location last year after workers filed a National Labor Relations Board petition for a union election. The NLRB said the closure was illegal. About two dozen employees will receive payments and will be placed on a preferential hiring list for other main locations. The company must also post a notice in dozens of stores in New England that it won't close stores or discriminate against employees due to union support. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Arrangements in the works for talks after Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu paused his controversial plan to overhaul Israel's judicial system. More on these stories at townhall.com. Good morning, this is Jimmy Lane. This is WICH State and Local News on your Tuesday morning. A Connecticut delegation is responding as the nation mourns the children and adults killed in a mass shooting at a Nashville school. Representative Rose DeLauro, a Democrat from the 3rd District, called Monday's tragedy all too common, adding that families are left devastated on a daily basis as a result of rapid gun violence. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy from Connecticut's 5th District called for a ban on assault weapons. A new proposal would eliminate state income taxes for some residents in Connecticut. Governor Ned Lamont says in the face of inflation, the state needs to step up and start helping families and small businesses. The governor pitched his tax break that he says would benefit hundreds of thousands of Connecticut households. The proposed $500 million in tax relief is the largest tax cut in state history, according to Lamont. And police are ramping up their patrols, keeping an eye out for street takeovers. Warmer weather lends itself to more opportunities for large groups of cars, ATVs, and motorcycles to wreak havoc on public roadways. Recent takeover events have been documented in Windsor, Bloomfield, and Simsbury. The brother of the late former New England Patriot Aaron Hernandez is facing charges. TMZ reports Dennis D.J. Hernandez was arrested for throwing a brick at the headquarters of ESPN in Bristol last week. Aaron Hernandez died by suicide at a Massachusetts jail while he was serving a murder sentence in 2017. Becoming partly cloudy today, expecting a high of 48 degrees. I'm Jimmy Lane. That's WICH News. And it's currently 39 degrees. Let's uh, get ready for a good chat on it looks like a rainy day. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thank you kindly, Mr. Voice. Our number to call is 860-889-5252. All opinions are welcome on this program. We don't screen the calls like other talk shows, because everybody has their say here. As long as you keep it in relatively good taste. You know what I'm talking about, right? So, I hate to start off the show, but we had another terrible, terrible attack. And it's almost you can predict what everybody's going to say after it. It was obviously a tortured individual who studied the school before the attack. She, who wanted to be a he, which has really no bearing on it except the fact that 
It was an individual who was definitely sick. The killer had drawn detailed maps, conducted surveillance, and went and had to... uh, Actually, the killer was looking at another area, but it had so much security that she didn't go there, which gives you uh, a good idea of uh, how security is important for schools. Welcome to the program. Yeah, guns, guns. Guns, guns, guns. Blumenthal all day yesterday in uh, Murphy. Guns. Every single time there's a shooting, guns, guns. Well, it's hard to believe that if there was uh, tougher gun laws that that wouldn't have happened. That, that, uh, 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 Stu, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Connecticut and Illinois and California, three states, have the toughest gun laws in the nation. Gun laws are going to do nothing if you don't enforce the gun laws, just like enforcing other crime in this country. I've always told you about incarceration, okay? They don't want to lock up black people anymore for using guns who are shooting other black people, okay? When you don't lock up people for gun crimes, right, and you put them right back on the street, um, this, is what, this is the outcome. These people are nuts. They want notoriety. These people aren't crazy. They know what they're doing. Well, it they looks like, that, let me just say this, Larry. It looks like this individual had no previous problems with guns at this no, particular time. No, but she time. planned it out. She planned it out, correct. So that means that she's not nuts. When you plan something out like this, right down to the T of what you're going to do, you're not crazy. Well, you're crazy I don't when agree you do with that. on the spur of the moment, um, uh, uh, and just like that. Well, you've got to be evil and crazy to shoot children and uh, to shoot anybody, for that matter. Well, Something's got to be wrong in your head. It's not, listen, it's not, they better get off the gun thing because the, the guns are going to be around for the next two million years. They're not getting rid of guns, so they better come up with a new solution with their uh, idiotic uh, uh, thinking. All these college-educated people who think they know so much about what's going on in our uh, society today. They live in a wonder-wonder world. That's their problem. They don't see the other side of things. I okay, told you before, still, it's incarceration. Now, how come they don't come out? How come they don't come out and they don't tell the people? The, for, first of all, they lied yesterday when they said it was a woman that, that did the uh, killings. Okay? It wasn't a woman. It was a man. I thought it was a woman who you wanted to be a man. you disagree with me? I thought it was a woman who wanted to be a man. Okay, could be wrong on okay, that. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused. I thought it was a man who dressed up as a woman. Am I, am I wrong? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All I know is I'm not sure either doesn't because matter. They, they, the, they messed everybody up. The person was evil and tormented and sick, obviously, no well, matter what. Whichever way it goes, they lied to the, to the people. They, they, what they did was they should have said the person who shot these people whatever their biological birth was, was the person that committed these crimes. Not because they're transgender and they committed the crimes and, and you're going to say that, 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 that this person did it. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay? Okay, let me, that, let me just... That's my Larry, opinion on that. Let me just say this and you can uh, comment on it. That I'm kind of on the fence on some of these rapid-fire guns. I don't know why they're necessary and why don't we have better background checks? Why are they allowed to make rapid-fire guns? Yes. If you're allowed to make things, why can't you sell them? (laughs) 
Where's our government when it comes to making things? I just don't know why those guns are necessary and uh, maybe should not be sold. Obviously, people are going to get them. I told them. you before, Stu, I was a cop for 25 years and I had to carry a gun. And I had to shoot a gun. I had to practice with a gun. I hate guns. You know, I, 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 I'll tell you this again. I, I don't believe I did it to this day. I never carried a gun off duty. Mm-hmm. My gun was in my police locker at the police station when I was done my eight-hour shift. I hate guns. I can't stand them. I have no use for guns, but I'm not going to deprive somebody else who wants a gun and who uses the gun correctly. They want to go out hunting, or they want to go shoot without a range, or they want to use it for sporting. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, jeopardize for them. It's the criminals who commit the crimes with the guns. It's not the good people who go out and buy guns that commit crimes. Am well, I sure. right? Of course. There's a lot of the criminals, however. Yeah. Now, why didn't they come out and tell us yesterday or these other shootings that have been going on since January 1st? How come they don't come out and tell us about the guns? I want to know about this person yesterday. They should know this already. Um, where'd the guns come from? I want to know if she got the guns legally or illegally. No, or was wanna... she supposed to have the guns? Naturally, we want to find that out for sure. Well, how come they don't tell us none of this for their transparency? It's a little too soon, but I, certainly I hope that's going to come out very soon. Hey, listen, it's not too soon, Stu. They're not going to tell us because guess what? All the other shootings that have occurred in the last 12 months, they haven't told us. They haven't told us on any of the other shootings on if the person had the guns legally or not. I haven't seen it. Maybe you've seen it somewhere. But... but uh, well, they usually but talk this, about that, Larry. They usually, I mean, I can't remember each case. No, I, I don't remember where, at one case where they have to come out mm-hmm. on the air and told us about uh, about the guns. Once again, yesterday, security didn't do any good. She just blew the windows right out with the gun, then walked right through the open window. Well, I told they, you before, you need armed security at all these schools and these churches. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I can't understand why anybody would not want that. Just uh, well, don't understand Listen, that. it's a shame we have to live our life like this, mm-hmm. that you can't walk out your door anymore without worried about being shot or if you're coming home eight hours later. But this is the way we got to live. This is the way we got to live. You have to have, uh, and this is why more and more people are carrying concealed uh, weapons these days. Okay? This is precisely why. Well, she was going to go to another area, but it was uh, well protected, so she didn't. So that yeah. shows so you the importance of it. Because she had this all well planned out. She knew exactly what she was going to do, how she was going to do it. You can't be crazy when you do when when you plan something out this this uh, p- precise. But that's not that doesn't fall under uh, under crazy. So. Uh, uh, agree with you on these other guns. We don't need ghost guns. We don't need all these other all this junk that's, that's uh, out there. Uh, you know. So let's make uh, them uh, let's outlaw them then. Well, what good are laws? We have gun laws already in Connecticut. So what's Murphy and Blumenthal talking about? Uh, uh, more gun restrictions. We have the toughest gun restrictions in the, in the country, Connecticut. I don't know what they're talking about. What, what else do they want done? I agree with everything that's going on. You should have to wait six months before you get a gun, in my opinion. You have to go through the toughest, not only state regulations and local regulations, but also federal regulations through the FBI checks. You, you should have to go through the most stringent checks that, that are out there to own, own a gun. And if you don't like it, too bad. You're not going to get a gun. 
Okay, well, I'm with you on that one for sure. Yeah. Well, listen. It's not going to do any good if somebody breaks the gun law. How about all these people that have guns, too, the criminals who have guns? They take the gun away from them, and they're right back on the street the same day. Sure. And they, they just charge them with possession of an illegal firearm. And they get a slap in the wrist, depending on where That's they correct. live. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So if you lock them up for five years for having an illegal firearm and fi- follow the law the way we should follow our laws, then we, w- we can cut the problem maybe down a little. Not, not altogether. But if you think we're going to stop gun crimes in schools or in supermarkets or in anywhere else in this country, I got news for you, because there's somebody else planning another one right now. Well, we could still make it more difficult, Larry. We could still, you know, as we mentioned, there's no the rapid-fire guns and uh, better background checks. We could make it better. It's never going to be completely eradicated, obviously. Yes. And one way you can make it better, I don't have all the, all the solutions, okay, but I'm going to tell you one way to make it better you have to put armed, I don't care if they're police officers or not, you can call them security people or whatever you want, you've got to have put, you've got to put armed people, armed people in schools and supermarkets and every other place that you think something's going to happen um, uh, on a whim's notice. And you're going to cut it down a little, especially if these criminals know that these places mm-hmm. are armed. Mm-hmm. All right, Larry, good to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, uh, the brave policeman probably saved numerous lives by going right on there, right upstairs, facing the bullets. I know a lot of the media doesn't like to give any credit to the police. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Sue. Hi there. She got the uh, guns illegally, uh, and she got them in the town where Covenant School is. Okay, I did not hear that update. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that um, one of the problems we have is the uh, gun companies uh, subsidize a lot of these politicians, and that's the problem. That's a big part of the problem. Well, sure, they they support anybody that's not against the NRA. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. right. And they and they and that's why it's up all about money. Well, all I know is when I've interviewed on the rare occasions of somebody from NRA, they said, "Hey, these people that ha- use guns, commit crimes, or get them illegally should be locked up, and they're not." Well, they should be. Mm-hmm. They should be. Okay, Stu. All right, thank you, dear. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. I'm pro-gun. I, I, growing up on a farm with plenty of land, my father taught me how to hunt and shoot, and I am a pretty good shooter with a rifle. I don't know anything about handguns or anything like that, but it was specifically for hunting, and it is in our Constitution to the right to own and bear arms. Well, we're not taking the guns away. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but there are certain guns that I don't understand why be, they would be available to folks. I don't know either. You don't need anything with multiple firing to go out and hunt. It's normally one sh- If you're good, you take a deer down with one shot. Of course, I mean, uh, you know, they outlawed machine guns, and these other guns can do... It's so the same thing, because yeah. it's multiple firing, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. Um, now, uh, Biden came out. I had to hear the idiot part that he said. He came out. They expected him to talk about it, and all he talked about was chocolate chip ice cream he had upstairs in his refrigerator. That was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, please. It's like people out there, because I'm not a Democrat, think I don't hear everything that they say. When you listen to conservative websites or anything, those nutcake comments are the ones that they do make you hear. Yeah, I heard that this morning. But he said the person was carrying two AK-47s. Those are Russian guns, and they are the person was not. My son said carrying, um, uh, yeah, a pistol. Uh, a carbine or carbine, however you say it, and yeah, one of those, um, what you call, whatever the one that that the shooter in um, Sandy Hook had, the ones are always picking on. I thought they just did away with them. I don't know. No, no, they're they're still around. The the thing is, you know, there's a lot of mistakes usually prior to that. One of her alleged friends said that she was go- told her she was going to die today, and. She was giving every indication she was out of her mind. Yeah. That should have been reported. That person wasn't mentally fit to own that gun, which brings you up to, okay, when you fill out the application, it does ask you right on it. You know, have you ever had any mental disorder? You know, and it's like... People will lie. Yeah. Obviously, that person lied. There should be a record of it if there's been some situation. Obviously, and, there know, wasn't with her. I'm also hearing that there are more attacks on churches. I think I heard that, you won't read it in the paper, 68 on different Catholic churches around the country. I don't know. and But now, like this down there, going after a Christian school... You know, a Baptist one and everything. Well, she went to that school. Who knows what was going on in her head, but thanks for calling, sir. Okay. Hello, welcome to the program. All right, 889-5252, and you would be next. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Southeastern Connecticut, are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take a ride to Falvey's Motors Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of March will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck before the spring rush while trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler Grand Cherokee second or third row? Renegade or Compass. We're confident we can help find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com. Hi, I'm TJ Falvey. Just a suggestion before you buy, check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Our number is 860-889-5252, and we'll get back to our telephone lines in just a moment. 
Fox News commentary. If you're not cool with a Chinese spy balloon flying overhead, you shouldn't be cool with TikTok on your cell phone. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now communist surveillance apparatus and it should be banned in the U.S. immediately. Last week Congress heard from TikTok CEO and what we learned was not shocking but still concerning. TikTok is an app that is undeniably tethered to the Chinese communist government. Your information, data, and privacy is being exploited by a foreign entity and you should care. There are no cat videos too cute or songs too catchy to validate the mind and security cancer this app is causing. It's a national threat and also a threat to basic human intelligence. I'm proud to see some Democrats standing with Republicans to eradicate this app from our country. China makes no bones about it. They want to replace us as a world power, and why we'd hand over the reins for them to do just that via a stupid social media app is ludicrous. We've got enough problems with our American big tech companies. We don't need to invite others from communist entities. Delete TikTok and ban it now. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Laren is fearless at outkick.com. Well, they go along with that for sure. Uh, 889-5252, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Morning. I've been watching that that whole thing, how she blew out the window and got right in there. I don't know, even if you had a police officer or several police officers and or, you know, hired security, you know, they're not going to be standing right by every door all the time. I don't know. I don't know the solution, but I think Larry has a lot of good points. And the reason why I say that is he follows it and he's up to, up to snuff with everything about it. Cause he, you know, like he said, 25 years in the force, so, you know, and he didn't even like guns, he said. So, but that's another story. Uh, hey, you think sometime soon? I think we're due for the Colonel uh, Rob Simmons. Do you think you can get him on soon? Yeah, I'll give him a call today. It's been a long time since the Colonel's been it's, on, so we'll do that. Yeah, all right. I appreciate it. That's better. That'll be better than asking you to play Funky uh, Broadway at 12 o'clock, you know, with Wilson Pickett. <laughs> all right, Joe. Good, good suggestion. Thank you. All right, bud. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hello. Hello there. How are you? I just had a quick comment, Stu. Um, I just got my pistol permit, and it took me eight months to receive it. And uh, they did a state and federal background check, so I'm not quite sure what we could do to make uh, these background checks any harder. Yeah, no, you're, you're in Connecticut, I assume. Yes. And, uh, Connecticut is pretty tough with their gun laws. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. We, I had mm-hmm. to wait eight months prior to um, receiving it, and they did a federal background check and a state background check. So, again, I don't know what we could do. Well, there's a lot of states that are uh, much more lenient. Well, yeah, that's true. But uh, as far as Connecticut goes, I don't think you can get any tougher. No, I think you're right. I don't know how, what the laws are in Connecticut as far as the AK guns. Do you? Uh, I think you can still yeah, get... Well, no, they, they're not allowed. No, They're not allowed in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. No. So, but there are a lot of states, I... a lot of states that are much more lenient. And then there are a lot of states that have tough gun control laws, but they still have terrible amount of crime. It's hard to figure out. 
Yeah, absolutely is. I think it starts with um, mental illness or mm-hmm. mental uh, problems that they need to uh, look into because, quite honestly, uh, like Larry said, a normal person uh, wouldn't probably no, do this. Of course, there's going to be something wrong in there. Absolutely. Without any kind of doubt. I don't even care if they planned it or not. Uh, you can still be mentally incapable of a lot of things and plan things. Oh, sure. There are some there are some geniuses who have committed horrendous crimes and serial killers. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, mm. It's frustrating. So, anyway, anyway, it was nice talking to you. Nice and talking I think to I'd you. Let, uh, you know that it does take eight months. It's mm-hmm. not like uh, you get it in a few weeks or anything. So I I thought it was six, but eight is even uh, certainly different. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Hello. Welcome to the program. <coughs> Hello. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Uh, I'll agree with the last caller, and I disagree with this guy, Larry, that called in about guns. It's not guns. It's the people who have them. I believe we need to reopen a bunch of these institutions for people who need help. Shelly, be quiet. Um Putting them in jail is not helping them. We need some hospitals that could take care of these people that have issues. Medication will take care of most of the issues. If not, they could talk to somebody and, you know, talk out their issues. Uh, But I don't believe it's the guns. I know we don't need uh, M16s and all these powerful machine guns. I agree with that. That's one of my key issues. I mean, why do we even hesitate? There's no reason for that to be out there. Right, right. And um, and as far as the laws go, if they make a law, the law should be for every state in the United States, not mm-hmm. just Connecticut or uh, South Carolina or Texas. There should be the same law in every state. You do the crime, you do the time, but I still say it's not the guns. It's the people that need help. They have issues. And it's probably... Anybody that would kill anybody has issues, obviously, but uh, there are... Many many situations where you're not going to go that know that somebody's mentally ill before they do it, right? And like uh, Larry was saying, oh, she planned it, or the person they don't know if she's a guy or a girl yet planned it out. You, you don't have to be uh, sane or insane to plan out anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all the crap they have on television and all these awful games that they make for kids to play with, everything's about violence. And kids need to get outside like we did when we were kids, ride your bike, play out in the woods, climb a tree. You know, the parents need to take the kids and teach the kids right from wrong. This was no kid. This was a 28-year-old person. Right, right. But, again, you know, she living at home or that person was living at home. I don't know if there were any red flags or not. But um, Well, we'll find out more. It's, it's still too soon. But I'll give you an example. The... The uh, person who's allegedly murdered those uh, students, remember that recent case, uh, allegedly went in and knifed them and killed them all? Mm-hmm. Well, he was considered one of the brightest people in school. He was just well, exceptional. Yeah, see, but again, Stu, they're smart, but they're, there's something... There's something else wrong in lacking, there. Like, like yeah. uh, you or I, uh, I have sugar, you don't have sugar. I have high blood pressure. You don't have high blood pressure. I mean, 
there's something wrong with the person. They could be fine. They could look fine. You could talk to them. You could be mm -hmm. a friend. And all of a sudden, they snap and they do something stupid. You know, there's, there's, I don't know if there's any kind of test they could take. I mean, maybe scan your your brain and see if there's Well, they're uh, not going to do that. You know, they're not going to do that with a lot of people unless no, there's I, some I kind of criminal that. record, if they're criminally insane, something like that. But Right. Certainly. I still think they should open more hospitals. Well, we need more of them people. anyway, I'm I mean, sure of that. Yeah. Mo most of these people are walking the streets. You know, we had the Norwich Hospital. There was a hospital in Hartford. And I believe there was another one somewhere. We had three of them in Connecticut. I think there's only one now. Yeah, we certainly need more yeah. of those. Absolutely. But, uh, Thank you, sir. I pray. And I pray for all the uh, less fortunate and the ignorant. And I keep praying, and everyone else should pray, too, and prayers mm -hmm. help. Thank and you, I sir. I just want to say that. And, um, you know. Have a good day. All right, Stu. Take mm -hmm. care. Hello. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Boy, I tell you, every day it's a new a new story. It's heartbreaking. It really plot. is. Different plot, new, same story. I don't know. I mean, you get the same political rhetoric. You get, it would be nice if both parties could ever come together with some kind of agreement, and that is to lock up people who have a gun that are not licensed for it, who use it to commit crimes, and uh, then, you know, some of the uh, hardened guns that are out there that can do rapid fire, work on that together. That would be nice. Yeah, okay. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. So, um, you, yes. Larry says you, you can't, you're not crazy if you can plan the situation, the crime. If you, if you're not crazy. Disagree. Obsessions are kind of crazy. When you're obsessed with something, you can plan things out to 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 alleviate the situation you're obsessed about or whatever. And this person, this trans, planned this shooting, and I say she's crazy. Well, you and I think that, uh, I mean, I think that anybody that would shoot a, an innocent person is uh, something wrong with them. However, you can I take that so, to court, yeah. and they have a psychiatrist will say, well, they were insane, criminally insane, or they weren't. And there's a thin line on that one on how they're going to sentence the person. This person planned a crazy, the whole act is crazy, the thought is crazy. The thought of killing somebody like that and do, go and wanting to go through with it is crazy. But just because she did, she just she didn't, go, you know, just like that, you know, think of it and go and go through with it. She planned. Um, the no, the she was planning this. Obviously, she was planning this. They they got into her home and they checked out everything and they saw all the maps and all the information she was uh, gearing at. But that he he was saying that because she did plan it, it, it she wasn't crazy. That's not true. I don't know what the government. I don't know if he's using a war or, or what or whatever. Well, but I'm sure crazy. that uh, this didn't happen all of a sudden. That's right. But the thought about killing somebody and going and doing it, and just because you thought it out and tried to be, it tried to be. Um, Doesn't mean that you'll do it. 
Some people are mad at people and they'll think these things, but they won't do it. And going ahead with it Mm -hmm. makes you even more crazy than just, but, um, than thinking about it. You know, there are some places, you know, there are some places, and I don't know if it's still true, but I've certainly believe this was the case that if a guy or a gal comes home and finds uh, the spouse in bed with somebody else and murders that person, in some places they're not going to arrest you. So there are all kinds of different laws out there. Yeah, but that's not the same as going to some school and, Mm, you know, that you went to, but you haven't been there in years or, or... you know, I mean, you hadn't gone there in years. This person was 28. So you and I can talk about it, but we'll never actually figure it out. But uh, the, obviously the there's a lot of sickness only there. Grade 6, uh, 1 to 6. It wasn't like a high school or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> she plan- um, they planned this out. I'm saying they because uh, evidently she's trans, and I I don't know what. Well, they, I, I don't you know. care about the trans part. I'm whether she's a man or a woman. She was no, obviously a very sick the, person. The, the 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 part that they're not talking about her being trans. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I mean, is it is if they're scared of it? The, no, they're talking but, about it. They're definitely talking about it. But I thank you uh, for the call. We'll talk more. Thank you. But it's still it's it's. It's an obsession, and you can plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Yep, bye. Hello, welcome to the program. I do. Hey, great show, great callers, and um, sadly, um, you know, an interesting topic. Um, I just tuned in. I heard you folks talking about the gun topic, and just wanted to give a couple comments on my end of it. Yeah, I'm and, looking um, forward to that, uh, Mr. Think, T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two things I want to talk about is the slippery slope on, on two items. Number one, I hear people talking about the AK-47 style gun and the AR-15 style gun, which I'm happy to talk about because I own them and mm-hmm. I'm familiar with them. And the other thing is the mental health issue aspect. Um, and while I agree wholeheartedly that the mental health issue is at the root of it, um, it's when we play out the cause and effect of things, when government has its hands on when things play out a certain way, my belief is if, if we go down the mental route, health route, the, the government in the future is going to be able to have its thumb on who can own a gun under the guise of mental health. They may look at me and say, hey, you think a certain way? No, or that's, that's a, a very way. good point you're making. Very good point. I was trying to get that in. And, you know, we don't so, want uh, Big Brother looking in our window, see if yeah. we're obsessed about our nails. Exactly. And, and I don't have the answers, but I know the cause is, is mental health. But I'm, you know, I'm coming at it from two different angles. We should address it the best we can. But there's no way a government policy or a law is going to address mental health because, like all of your great callers said, um, we can't get into the mind of someone, um, you know, in, in their state of mind from one minute to the next, let alone from from one day to the next. So, um, just if all you all your listeners just realize that. And number two, the slippery slope that they're going down right now and that a lot of your callers are speaking to and have bitten on to the bait of the government is this evil guns, the, quote, machine guns. Even, Stu, I, I heard you, you mention that, you know, why do people need these, these guns? Mm-hmm. I, own the, I own the AR-15-style gun platform. I've owned them since childhood. It's a platform I love, and if 
uh, sadly, people who don't own guns can be manipulated by the government and people who want guns out of our hands to deem them a certain way or to put phrases on them or to make them sound evil. And sadly, in, re- in reality, yes, evil people will use them, and the government therefore can say, look, that evil gun should be out of the hands of everyone. And, and honestly, uh, Stu, I've got these guns because they're excellent for, uh, for, for shooting targets. They're excellent for self-defense. They're excellent for men, women, and children. But if, unless you own one and you know about them, most people don't realize that they're no different than any other gun other than they're simply evil-looking. Well, you know, obviously uh, there are some people that will never use them for bad things, but if somebody is going off the rails and has one of those, instead of even one person is too much, instead of one, they could shoot about 30. Correct, and and this brings you back to my point about the mental health. Well, now do we take the does the government step in and go, hey, um, we should do away with these guns because there's a there's a madman on the loose that could use it. And half of me says yeah, but the other half of me says, well, what if what if my neighbor? And this is a true story. What if my neighbor who's away fighting for our our country has a, his wife home alone with their children, and that nut job barges into their house? Well, now she can only have ten bullets in her gun, and he's got thirty or a mm-hmm. hundred. So if he, when he slaughters my friend's family, are you going to feel better because you, you endorsed having 10 rounds in her, in her gun? Well, that's an excellent point. I'm glad that you brought it up. I mean, these, these are, these are, this is where the, the, the concrete meets the road, and no one's talking about these things. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Madmen shouldn't have guns, but madmen can get into a car and drive 100 miles an hour. The same car you and I drive every day in that we would never drive 100 nor would we drive it into people, and that happens every day. But we don't hear the government saying we should have cars that only drive 50 miles an hour just to save one life. There's certain things in life that we just can't control, and this gun topic is one of them. And I don't mean to sound crash or insensitive to people, but I, it's a slippery slope when we, when we agree to, and Connecticut's done this. When Sandy Hook came, I watched it happen. We had an evil person kill kids and the and the lawmakers they didn't waste one minute and and on the dead bodies they said we got to change the laws and now my friend who's away on in a, on a military base fighting for our country his wife sits home to this day and she can only have four bullets in, in her gun legally still four bullets but is that is that madman who's not going to uh, 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 go by the law, the law is he going to have ten bullets is that going to be a fair fight? Well, that's a good uh, debate, and I'm glad you called. Thank you very much. Thanks, Stu, for everything. Sure. Hi, good morning to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I think Larry should be a school resource officer. Oh, he's paid his dues. I don't think he'll want to do that. But um, he has passion toward that. What I want to say about that shooting, once again... Um, it doesn't matter who they are, whether they're black, transgender, and I think um, people are getting the drugs and weapons in the black market, underground. Some of them are. Uh, 
you know, somebody asked about which ones are legal and whatnot, if they're getting it uh, legal and you never hear about that. That's my thing, too. So one particular weapon is not going to stop or ban killings because there's other methods, and that's what they're using. They're stabbing, they're killing, they're bombing, and whatever. So, um, you know, that's not going to stop the crime. Okay, well, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. One of the reasons more people want to buy guns is because our criminal justice system in many states is horrific, including New York City. Get out with no bail. They're uh, voting for DAs who are so far to the left and actually care more about the criminal than the victim. And that's where you could put a dent in it as well. There's a lot of areas, but that's the one that really gets me. I'll get to another call in a moment. WICH. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn, garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. Without proper care, your yard can quickly become a battleground for grass versus weeds. Fortunately, with our Jonathan Green Fertilizer, you can get a program that'll increase the health of your lawn. Come in and see us and we'll show you how, starting at $89.99. And don't forget the lime. Heights Home and Farm, 217 Archibando Avenue in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. With the Wholesale Formula Seminar, discover how to start your own Amazon business. Hi, it's Emrick Monello. When I first immigrated to the United States, I had no idea how I was going to earn a living. I attended the Wholesale Formula Seminar, and my first year on Amazon, I did over 700000 in sales. This is Nick Chouquet. I lost a lot of money on a failed landscaping business and had to move in with my dad. After attending the Wholesale Formula Seminar, I went from having no job to a million dollars in revenue on Amazon just two years later. Whether you have a business and want to sell more on Amazon, retired, or just need extra money. America's Amazon expert, Dylan Frost, will show you how for only $49.99, guaranteed or your money back. That's right. Frost's seminar attendees generated over $1 billion, or to be clear, over 1,000 millions in sales on Amazon. Attend Dylan Frost's The Wholesale Formula two-hour seminar, Tuesday, March 28th at 2 p.m. For the greater Norwich area, register at thewholesaleformula.com. Some of these laws are so ridiculous that uh, sometimes someone will go into a store, they're threatening to kill them or rob them, and the store owner happens to have a gun and shoots the alleged perpetrator because he's afraid for his life, and they arrest the store owner. How many times have you heard that scenario? Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. You got the story about the school shooter going on today and other things. Yep, we're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Okay, just so we can be clear, it's a woman that was pretending it was a man. It wasn't a man pretending it was a woman. It was a this was a biological female. Okay, that's what I thought at the beginning. But thanks for clearing that up. It's very confusing. Yesterday, mm-hmm. the person, I, you know, it's the parent is a big part of this. The mother, probably the father too. But in the past, people like that would be in mental institutions for a couple weeks until people could tell them, hey, you're a woman, you're not a dude. No, that's that's not any part of this. There are many people who uh, feel they're a man or feel they're a woman that would never even do anything like that. 
Well, of course, but I'm talking about a long time ago. You're from Boston, so you might remember Mass General Hospital. Sure do. In the Lindemann Center. Mm-hmm. That was the mental place. Hey, I started my radio career in a uh, in a mental hospital, playing uh, radio for the wards. Had some funny patients because at that Lindemann Center they had a cafeteria, and anyone could go there. So if you went there, the the patients would come down from down upstairs for their lunch to get mm-hmm. you know a little pass, but not leave the building. Yeah, there were that many place was patients. Funny. There, was, there was even back then in the seventies there was people that would come down like just like this. School shooter. People, women in their twenties that would just say ridiculous things like "I'm a man" and well, they're mentally ill. I don't believe that people who feel they're a woman or a man are mentally ill. I think you're just born that way. But that's your opinion. You can walk around in women's clothes if you want, but you're not going to be an XY chromosome. That's all. No, it, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's biological reality. All right, sir. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. I uh, listen to your comments from some of the people. I think uh, there's a few of them really going off in different tangents on this subject of what uh, disaster what happened yesterday uh, with this shooter. Um, you know, school resources offices a part of the uh, police programs in the cities and towns. The funding has to be there for them in order for them to have them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I really don't care uh, the sex of the person that did it. Uh, it was horrific the way they just walked through the building and had a map and stuff like that. Yeah, well, she shot the uh, the door, I guess, was locked, but she had a gun, strong gun, and she shot, uh, shot through it. It was, I saw the film. It was horrific. Mm-hmm. But what I like to talk to is I watched Hannity last night, and she, they, he had an interview with Donald Trump. Yes, and, I know. Uh, they're at it again uh, with the Donald Trump issue with the, uh, the Attorney General from New York. Uh, they, they couldn't make it more political than it is. Uh, that that picture of uh, Donald Trump with the bat. He, expe- he gave an explanation of that last night. What happened was he, he did an ad about uh, having baseball bats built in the United States because mm-hmm. the majority of, the, of sports uh, equipment in baseball was coming from Japan. And they took that picture and they added it to this subject. Yeah, they transposed it as the attorney uh, which had as the nothing DA. to do with it. It's just so disgusting. Politics is so disgusting. It truly is. Uh, and uh, um, listen, we all know he's no angel. But if you watched that interview last night, uh, the stuff that they, they, if the deck isn't stacked, you you got to be blind. Okay, the deck is definitely stacked against him. Mm-hmm. They're pulling all the stops. I would rather believe a person that gets on and gives an interview than the President of the United States that runs and hides and doesn't answer any questions about that subject. Well, that's um, one thing about Trump. He was he'll, he would talk all the time. He's got the film of how they raided his house, and he was asked not to not to release it, and he's not going to release it. 
because they were the faces of people of law enforcement officers and stuff, and he understands that. But the, the deck is, and and we'll take take Trump out of this, uh, take his personality out. The deck is just so stacked against a, a human being that I can't believe that they're getting away with it. Well, you know. They haven't gotten away with a lot of things. They try to impeach him and all of these things. And uh, even Democrats are against this this deal of trying to arrest him on that case. So um, it'll be this another used one. This happened years ago with politicians. <clears throat> and what they would do was they'd fold up their tents and they'd, they'd ride off into the sunset. Except, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting one of the big boys now. Well, let's let me talk about you know. Let me talk about this for a second. You've heard a lot about the TikTok thing, and I agree that it should be taken away immediately. Right. Obviously, China has been spying on us. Right. And I've heard some politicians say, "Well, wait a minute. You know that it's going to hurt uh, our base because they'd be mad at me if we took it away because age thirty-five down won't be voting for us." They don't care about the American people and our war right. against China. It's all about politics. Right. Stu, he gave uh, he said another comment last night. And this is a Donald Trumpish. <clears throat> if I had hold of this subject and I was president, I would have had this uh, invasion of uh, Ukraine. I would have solved this within an hour. He said, I want 24 hours. Well, I'm not sure of that, but it's easy to say. It's easy to say. But I believe within, you know, 30 days he would. Because mm-hmm. um, I think he would have, uh, you know, made some monetary uh, deal with both countries. Well... I, nobody will ever know that. I just know he made a he made a lot of his own problems. I don't right. like the man, but I do believe that we were safer when he was president. Uh, kudos to that. All right, thank That's you, sir. Appreciate it. It is six before eleven at WICH. He was trying to get rid of TikTok, but when President Biden got in, he changed that immediately. We had the Keystone Pipeline. Oil is less expensive. We'll be right back. At Corsha's Auto Repair, our experienced trained technicians provide you with honest upfront answers as well as a written estimate before any work begins. So there are no unexpected costs or surprises when we service or repair your vehicle. It's been a mild winter, but all the potholes in the road have probably ruined the front wheel alignment on your vehicle. With spring coming, it's time to take it to Corsha's for your front wheel alignment so your tires will have their maximum life. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Visit CorshasAutoRepair.com to see all the services we offer. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. Locally owned Corsha's Auto Repair. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. That's Corsha's Auto Repair. Did you know that uh, Donald Trump got more votes in this past election? Tremendous millions and millions of more votes than he did the first time when he won. 
It's an interesting statistic. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, March 30th at Hilton Mystic for a regional job fair presented by the day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. and feature some of the region's top employers, as well as free resources, including resume review and interview prep. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, to register to attend, and to view a list of participating employees, Visit theday.com slash job fair. So the show that tries to get as close to the uh, truth as we possibly can. We just keep trying. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. About that shooting in, in the school uh, yesterday? Yes, sir. Uh, I think we have a mental illness crisis in this country. That's the problem. Well, not everyone that has mental problems would ever go to that extreme. There are people who just, I can't, you know, I can't get into anybody's brain, but certainly uh, they well, need help a, and they should be getting it. Problem, how, how, you know, if you don't, how can you ki- kill little kids like that? Well, obviously there's something can't be, terribly can't be wrong. Normal. Certainly it doesn't appear to be uh, anybody that could do that would be normal. Uh, naturally they, they wouldn't be, but, you know, how do you know? You can't blame the guns either. You can't blame the guns. You got to blame the people that are using the guns. Sure, but it's you know it's a big political uh, snowball every time it happens. But the people that end up getting killed, they end up getting killed, or they kill themselves. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get the answers. So what's you know what made them? No, get. a lot of them are ready to uh, get killed when they do these. I mean, most of them do get killed or wounded severely. So uh, that's how off the uh, beam they are. I don't think they really figure they're going to get away with it. Yeah, sometimes it's bullying mm-hmm. that creates people to, to go off the wall. Well, there's all kinds of things that make people go off the wall, but still, right. we get right. ag- people think, get aggravated a, every day. Uh, mental mm-hmm. illness crisis we have in this country, myself. Okay, there's a lot of things involved, and one of them is the big one is drugs. But uh, thank you, sir. All right. Have a good day. day. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, Stu. How are you? All right. Thank you. Uh, Yesterday, you and I talked about uh, people signing up to donate to the South, to the tornado victims. Yes. And so far, the Red Cross is down there doing a good job, helping Mm -hmm. out. The United States government said they're going to jump in and and do what they can. Uh, And believe it or not, Fox News delivered... A million dollars. Yes. Great Mm -hmm. for them. Oh, uh... Wouldn't it be nice if CNN, the Communist News Channel, and some of the others would step up to the plate? I don't know. Maybe they have. I don't know because I wasn't listening to them yesterday. Don't worry. If they gave a dollar, they'd want the credit for it. Here's another one. Saudi Arabia made more profit last year on oil than ever before in history. Mm-hmm. You don't see them donating five cents. You know, we got to remember who our friends are in time of need. Well, certainly, but, you know, we're, we're speculating that they haven't got donations from other places, and maybe they have. Well, what do you think, Stu? Come on. If they, just, if, if they would have donated, they would have been right on the front page saying, blah, 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 I donated, I donated. But anyways, let's go to another subject, very touchy one. Uh, am I racist by saying that transcendent people, instead of saying that, can I just say the he-she's? Or the she-she-he's or he-she's? I guess you could. I mean, I don't... to be saying that. I'm sure that 
people would get upset with that. I don't think it's terribly odd. But, uh, hey, i got to get to the news. So if you want to okay, call back. Okay, Catch you later. Catch Goodbye. Catch you later. Oh, dear. So people, people are going to think, oh, transgender people, they would kill kids. Of course they won't. Whether they heterosexual or homosexual or transgender, people just don't go out and kill children unless there's something terribly wrong. WICHAM 1310, 94.5 FM, W233D. Talking to you right after the 11 o'clock news. It's currently 39 degrees. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. It was over in just minutes. Yesterday's mass shooting at the Christian Elementary School in Nashville left three nine-year-olds and three adults dead. The shooter was taken out by police 14 minutes after a 911 call was received. Metro Nashville Police Chief John Drake says the attacker, 28-year-old biological woman who was living as a man, is a former student of the Covenant School who carefully planned the deadly rampage. We have a manifesto, we have some writings that we're going over uh, that uh, pertain to this day, the actual incident. We have a map drawn out of how this was all going to take place. Uh, there's right now a theory of that's, that we may be able to talk about later. So far, no definitive word on a motive. The Senate Banking Committee has launched the first formal congressional hearing on the failure of California's Silicon Valley Bank and New York-based Signature Bank. Today we are here to understand just how we found ourselves in the middle of the second and third largest bank failure in the United States history. Republican Senator Tim Scott would like to hear from Treasury Secretary Yellen, but she is not at the hearing. It is hard to believe that the Biden administration seriously is concerned about the failure that we're seeing when they themselves are shielding the top official at the Department of Treasury. Hopes for an improving economy lifted consumer confidence this month following two straight monthly declines. Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index edged higher. Following massive demonstrations and nationwide strikes, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu put on hold his plan to overhaul Israel's judicial system. Watching Wall Street, stocks mixed at the moment. Right now, the Dow is up 13 points, while the Nasdaq is trading 105 points lower, and the S&P is down 14 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un is ordering his nuclear scientists to increase production of weapons-grade materials and fuel to make bombs for his growing arsenal. The reports in state media 
follows a series of missile launches, seven in this month alone, and rising threats to use the weapons against his enemies. North Korea's weapons tests and US-South Korean military exercises have intensified in a tit-for-tat cycle, underscoring heightened tensions in the region. State media says Kim met with officials and scientists at a nuclear weapons institute and stressed the need to ramp up bomb fuel production to meet his goals to expand his nuclear arsenal. I'm Charles Diladesma. Protests and strikes against unpopular pension reforms firing up again all across France. French President Macron wants to raise the retirement age to 64. News and analysis, townhall.com. The House Speaker recently indicated that the House will move forward with TikTok legislation. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, revealed Sunday that lawmakers would be advancing legislation to address national security concerns surrounding TikTok after the social media giant CEO faced a bipartisan grilling from a congressional committee. Echoing members of that panel, the Speaker also rejected the CEO's assertions that Communist China does not have access to TikTok user data. He commented on the popular social media via Twitter. The Speaker did not specify what legislation he was referring to, but he has joined the bipartisan chorus of lawmakers in both the House and Senate calling for a ban on TikTok, a position that also has the support of President Biden. Edwin Mora, Capitol Hill. Playoffs beginning this week at Disney, which ultimately plans to pink slip some 7,000 employees. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. I've learned a lot about uh, TikTok, some of the other ways that people go online, and then don't give out too much information on there. Really, really, really. You know, I, I check out this auction place, and now everybody's sending me, how do they know? Because I checked out Heritage Auctions. And all these auction houses are now sending me emails. Kind of wondered, are we losing our privacy? I saw a wonderful documentary on it uh, a while ago. I wish I could find it again, but it really tells you about all the things that we use on these uh, programs. Don't give out too, min- too much information. I know it can be fun. I get it. I get it. But... Be careful. With the Wholesale Formula Seminar, discover how to start your own Amazon business. Hi, Ian Bauer. My first year averaged $45,000 a month in sales. Now I'm at $90,000 a month and hardly working. Hi, I'm Amy Sherlock. I attended the Wholesale Formula Seminar, and I'm now doing $175,000 in sales per month. Hey, everyone. Ryan and Karen Pottinger here. Because of the Wholesale Formula, last year we ran our business while we traveled to and lived in four different countries. Hey, Emmerich Manello. Two years after attending the Wholesale Formula Seminar, I was able to sell my Amazon business for over $400,000. Whether you have a business and want to sell more on Amazon, retired, or just need extra money, America's Amazon expert. Dylan Frost will show you how for only $49.99 guaranteed or your money back. That's right. Discover the easy way to make money on Amazon with Dylan Frost, the Wholesale Formula two-hour seminar Tuesday, March 28th at 2 p.m. For the greater Norwich area, register at thewholesaleformula.com. Summit after 11, Stu Breyer with you up to 39 and a half degrees. You're on the air. Welcome. Wow, it's a heat wave. Not too bad. But cool. Yeah, 
So if you get in, into the 50s, isn't it? Excuse me? Yeah. Anyway, so yesterday's shooting, and of course everyone's talking about assault bans, including the president, who actually, before he made the comments about the, the horrible shooting, made jokes about he's the husband of Dr. Jill Biden, and he loves this brand of chocolate chip ice cream, and he has a lot of it in his upstairs in his quarters. It truly didn't make any sense. I, I was shaking my head when I saw that. He's clueless. He's clueless. Anyway, and he talks about banning assault weapons. Well, during the last congressional period, when the Democrats held the House, the Senate, and of course the presidency, the House passed an assault weapons ban. And Chuck Schumer did not bring it up in the Senate. But it was a Democrat-controlled Senate. He obviously had some Democrats that didn't agree with the bill as it stood. And, you know, now they're like, the Republicans don't want it. Excuse me. You had the Democrats. You had the majority because it was a 50-50, and Kamala Harris was the 51st vote, and she's a Democrat. Um, so don't go blaming the Republicans. Um, the other thing, I, I, I know that she, he, whatever, it, said that she was trans, um, a transe- transsexual. Mm-hmm. Yep. But nothing, she went in as a woman, she shot as a woman, therefore, and she was born as a woman. So, you know, keep, stop focusing on this transsexual. Yeah. And then they're talking about assault bans. An AR-15 is named, it's called AR for Armalite. It is not an assault weapon. It is a semi-automatic. Yes, they use it. It's light. It's easy to carry. It does hold more rounds. But you have to pull the trigger for each shot on, on that unless you use a bump stock, which were banned during President Trump's um, presidency. So, you know, all of this talk, the assault weapons, um, I mean, I, what irritates me about politics is you would think that when Chuck Schumer didn't bring it up, you have Chris Murphy, who's been, since Sandy Hook, has been advocating for a ban on assault weapons. You would think that he would talk about it or, you know, convince Schumer to bring it up in the Senate. But nobody knew anything. I guess he... If he won't bring it up unless he has the votes, and that is what's wrong with politics. He should have brought it up. And whatever is going to give you an advantage. That's how they look. I mean, if you look at old videos of lots of the people that are saying these things today, and they had totally different opinions, but at this point they figured, well, it's going to be more of an advantage to get votes, so I'll go this way. It's amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, President President Biden is a good example against gay marriage, now he's for it. Against abortion, now he's for it. Um, you know, all of this, all of this, he has changed his position on just about everything. And then if the wind goes the other way, he's going to change it back. And so, it's not just him, it's, it's many, many politicians do that. Yeah, I mean, he's just an example, but a lot of them do, do the same. I do not believe you know, as much as I, I mean, I don't, 
I don't really have a problem banning assault weapons as long as they identify them as, as, as they're really assault weapons, not the semi-automatic. But I don't think that Chris Murphy or Richard Blumenthal would, would vote against that. I truly believe that they would vote for it. So I don't know what Schimmer's problem was, but um, he should have brought it up. I don't and know. And then if we voted no, we could have known who, who said no to it. So. Well, Richard, Richard Blumenthal ignores me now ever since he became senator. He used to come on of our show. He does. See, you, you, you liked him as an AG. Oh, absolutely. I did not. He was a photo op, photo op guy then. He's a photo op guy now. Um, I saw right through him when he was an AG. He only, you know, came up with the big things. He never cared for the little one. And um, anyway, I, All right. I was hoping we could we could remove him, but. So far, no. unfortunately, Not happening. we haven't found a good. We haven't found anybody good enough to right. beat him. Um, but people need to open their eyes. Thank you for the None call. There for us. Appreciate it. Thank Bye. you. Hey, let's check the weather forecast. Put a little check next to it. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. Uh, after an area of low pressure slowly moves offshore, lingering showers persist today. By the evening commute, we should see at least partial clearing from west to east. Wednesday tomorrow is dry and bright, seasonable. A cold front moves through at night that could trigger a rain or some snow showers. And then that is offshore by daybreak Thursday. Behind it, a breezy, chilly day on Thursday. 40s in the afternoon will feel more like the 30s when the wind is up. Friday is high pressure moves offshore and low pressure moves into the Great Lakes. A warm front heads our way, bringing cloud cover to close out the week. Also some late day showers. Saturday looks wet but mild and windy. Sunday is relatively cooler but dry and brighter. In the early warning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great safe and healthy Tuesday. Isn't it amazing how we like to uh, put uh, labels on things? In other words, in the case with Donald Trump, and giving uh, money so she wouldn't say something. or And they call, always call her a porn star. She's a woman. She's a porn star, okay? <laughs> but most of the time they'll say that. And if uh, white people do something horrific, they're white supremacists. Same with blacks. And uh, if they're transgender, a transgender person. Did Is that necessary? There's good and evil and everything. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Um, well, I obviously the topic today is uh, about our children. Yeah, what here we happen? go. Here we go again. Yep. Here we go again. Well, um, and I, I called yesterday and um, said a few things about um, 9-11 and what some of the things that took place after 9-11 in our country to protect uh, different aspects of our life, such as the uh, airport security, uh, federal building security. Uh, there was a time after 9-11 when a large um, parking facilities, uh, you had to have your car mirrored underneath. They were checking for explosives. So here we are. We're focused on the wrong thing again. Students under 18 years of age are not voters. They're not Democrats. They're not Republicans or independents. They're students for the most part. 
There's no, there's no politics in elementary school with the students. So what we're missing the boat on, it's not the guns, it's not the mental illness. Let me just say something about mental illness. Let's say in Connecticut, next to you, in, in, within five miles of your home, there are probably many people with a mental situation or and or own a gun. Period. That's the way life is. That's the way it is. But what we haven't done and we continue to just focus on the wrong thing, forget the guns, forget the guns for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. You're missing the boat. It's okay, about what's the boat we're missing? Of the schools. It's about security of the school buses. Period. Take $100 million, throw it out there to the schools, the thousand, there's a thousand public schools in Connecticut. Give them the, the money to secure their students. Oh, God. you know, I'd like to grab Lamont by the neck and say, listen, you've got, a, you've got millions in a surplus. Fix your capital building if you want, but you better fix the security of the public schools and for and all schools. Hey, we got to face reality. That's the time we have to do get it. Into the school, if you if the you just can't walk in, you just it's security driven. Follow follow the lead of what they did after nine eleven when it came to security at the airport. I mean, we have to think security. Forget the gun issue. Forget it. It's not going to change. Mental illness is here to stay. But you have to secure the school and the and the school bus parking areas. I'm off my high horse. I'm a little pissed, but uh, I hope this gets uh, gets somebody out there talking about things that Connecticut can do to change, and the in this country can do to change the focus away from what they can't change the gun issue all right sir uh, you're making a good point i'm all for the, as much security as we get it's and people don't well, want to we don't have it we people don't, don't want to face the fact that we need it and uh, it's unfortunate but we do we need it we need security all right thank I, I you i don't get it i don't get it if the military when the military had and i can't remember what country it was but somebody i believe it was in beirut uh, when they, they just came through with a truck of explosives, uh, and the, the military learned the lesson that you just can't have an un- you just have to put obstructions uh, before some a vehicle can enter into a compound. Well, we have to put up an obstruction. We don't have any obstructions. All right, I want you to have a good day. I appreciate the call. I'm gonna have a good day. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Bye bye. Have a good day. You know, there are other things in between these monstrous things that we're all dealing with. Everybody's got their point of view on it. 889-5252, so don't hesitate to call with yours. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. 
Don't forget to join Jimmy Fallon. He's on right after my show. I was listening to him a lot driving home yesterday, and he's a very interesting guy. And he was making a lot of, uh, I thought, very mature points of view. You may want to check him out if you haven't heard him lately. Hello, this is Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us for a free concert on Sunday, April 2nd, 7.30 p.m. at the Cathedral of St. Patrick in Norwich, Connecticut. This concert is generously sponsored by the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation, as well as Core Plus Credit Union. This concert will open with Bach's double concerto for violin, oboe, and strings, which features both ECSO's concertmaster, Stefan Tiesen, and our principal oboist, Eric Andrusiak. Following this work is Mozart's Lodote Dominum, which will highlight returning soprano, Jurate Schwedite. The Eastern Connecticut Symphony Chorus will then take to the stage again this season to perform Foray's gorgeous Requiem, as well as Mozart's Ave Verum Corpus. Tickets are free and can be reserved by visiting the ECSO website at ectsymphony.com. Then click on the link for the Palm Sunday concert to reserve your complimentary tickets. We can't wait to see you there. It's 1120. If you're keeping score, you're on the air. Welcome. Uh, yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. Um, that last caller that just called you, mm-hmm. I think he kind of hit the nail on the head. We yeah. have to secure our schools. We have to. In uh, other areas better than than what we do. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, mental illness is here. It's not going to go away. Well, these and, people oh, are... It's not going away. We're always going to have You know, drug. I don't want to put a broad brush with mental illness. People that are criminally insane, we're protecting against them. There's all kinds of forms of mental illness. Just about everybody right. in their life has had a form of it. So let's we'll make that clear, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying uh, that the last caller said we have to secure our schools better in, uh, in different places. And he's right. Put the money there to protect our kids. Give you a better chance, that's for sure. And You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a shame it happened. You know, you never know when something like that's going to happen. It can happen in your backyard for all you know. I understand. So that's why people are buying more guns. And uh, I don't know what to say. Maybe if we have new leadership, it'll get better. They'll be tougher on crime. I don't know. The government is supposed to have a lot of money in the rainy day fund, so why don't they start spending it? Okay. It's all right with me. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Later. Hello and welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Did you hear anything about Rand Paul's aide getting stabbed no, in I, D.C.? Yes, <clears throat> it happened on Saturday. I did not hear a thing about it. I know that Rand Paul has been attacked, but um, I yep. didn't know of his, his He was guy. attacked right during the daylight on sidewalk. He was stabbed in the head and all over. The, he's, he's in pretty bad shape. And here's the clincher. The person that did it was let out of prison on Friday. Now, did the person, does it anybody know if he knew who that person was he was stabbing? I have no idea. Probably not. It was a random act of violence. And, but, I mean, look at Rand Paul was almost killed. Well, they and, knew Rand Paul there, and they almost killed him, yeah. You know, and but it's like, why was this guy let out of prison? Yeah, maybe his time was up, but he had already spent twelve years in prison. 
and he was let out on Friday, and then he attacked Rand Paul's aide on Saturday. Yeah, it could have been just a coincidence it was Rand Paul's. They, are you saying that they let him out of prison right after that? No, they, they let him... They, the guy that attacked Rand Paul's aide yes. was let out of prison on Friday. But Okay, he spent 12 years in jail. And mm-hmm. then he attacked Rand Paul's aide on Saturday mm-hmm. in broad daylight in D.C. Thank goodness. I'm pretty sure somebody uh, helped out and, and, and got the guy off of him or something, you know, He's not dead or anything, but, I mean, he's got serious injuries. Well, I hope that he'll never get out of prison again. That oh, should oh, be it. He, well, he better... i, I got to follow this one because I want to see what they do to him because it's... Um, what's her name? Ms. Bowser's district. He may be let back out on the street. Well, you I don't think know. so. I mean, he was serving 12 years. I don't know what his original crime was. I don't know. I don't know what prison he was from either, though. Mm-hmm. It didn't, you know, it didn't say what state he was from. It's just little tidbits, because the comment was made, this happened on Saturday, and nobody is learning about it until right now. Yeah, isn't that a, a weird coincidence? Well, I'm sure some people have heard about it. It didn't pass my news nose, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, well, the first thing I heard about it today. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but that, I was just wondering if anyone knew about it or heard anything about it. And I agree. I think every school in the nation should have one armed guard. And... It'll help sometimes, and sometimes it won't be enough. Well, but it has a better chance if good, there is an armed guard. It's they have to put a guard tower on a school so they have mm-hmm. a bird's eye view of what's going on. But Officer Tatum said, one armed guard, every school, it's that easy. That's what he said last night. Well, I don't know why anybody would be against it. No. And you're Jimmy Fallon, he is a riot, but I am so shocked. He is so up to date on everything. And he has some really neat people come on, really, you know, hey, name brand people come on his show. I'm really surprised. He gets around. No, his show is becoming very, very popular. We had it on the ground floor, and it's on right after 2 o'clock if people want to check it out. And well, he does put some humor in it. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love his humor. He he is excellent. And, hey, when you're an ex-taxi driver from New York City... You you know the ropes, you know what's going on, you know how to read people. He He's pretty well, way up to date on everything. So I wanted to say that, and they're making a big deal. One more thing, they're making a big deal about a comment Trump made at the Waco, Texas rally. When he said if he gets indicted, you know, bad things, well, I'm not sure the exact words, but bad, very bad things will happen in America. He's talking about that Antifa and Black, uh, Black, Black Lives Matter and them, they will riot if he does not get indicted. That's what he meant. I don't know what he means, and he says things that are very, very stupid, in my opinion. Well, yeah, he, he should explain himself and be a well, little bit more precise. But everybody, that's what the first thing I would believe. Oh. I, don't, I don't really want to vote for anybody who can't think before he speaks, even though he did a good job. <laughs> I truly don't. Well, really? Well, you know what? They're not get. 
Oh, boy, they can have a real problem with Joe Biden going on until 24. I'll tell you he's what. Not but, gonna, you know, he's going to do what he wants I because predict, he has nothing to lose. I predict that he's not going to run again. Yeah, I hope not. Okay, thanks, Stu. Thank you. My predictions, you can make your predictions. See, they don't really have anybody else to put up there. I know the Republicans have a lot of people that want to vie for the presidency in a primary, and and I like most of them. Not all of them, but I do like most of them. But how about you? If Joe Biden didn't run, who would you like to see run for president? Love to hear from Democrats and their opinion on that. Who would you like to see run if Mr. Joe does not run? All right. If you're going to run today, it's a little cold, 39 degrees. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, March 30th at Hilton Mystic for a regional job fair presented by The Day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. and feature some of the region's top employers, as well as free resources including resume review and interview prep. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details to register to attend and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash job there. Well, is uh, on the other side of the news, and we like to throw in a little humor. Uh, maybe it wasn't humorous for the people involved here, but this happened in Monville. A man received $1.3 million settlement after hitting a cow roaming on Interstate 395 in Monville, according to a court document. The Litke Law in New Haven said that Stefan Lapkowski received the settlement on March 10th in a New London court. The firm claims that the cow had bolted through a fence and got on the interstate. This is a weird twist. Not only does this gentleman uh, was treated by Dr. Hamburger because of injuries there, but a jury member with the last name of Berger was released for personal reasons, according to the law firm. So the the cow got away, got on the interstate. This gentleman's driving, hit the cow, had injuries, and he uh, sued. Interesting story, huh? How many people have heard that? And the doctor that treated him was Dr. Hamburger, and a jury member whose last name was Berger was released for personal reasons. I don't know. I wasn't on the jury, but do you think somebody milked it? Well, a cow's not to be on on the interstate highway, and you're supposed to keep your cows where they're supposed to be. I mean, we could go on with cow jokes for an hour, but we'll move on. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Why should you have your blood pressure taken regularly? I'll be back in a minute with a few reasons. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. 
Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The main reason you should have your blood pressure taken regularly is that most people with high blood pressure have no symptoms. For these people, there is no other way to know if they have high blood pressure than to get blood pressure readings. Slight elevations in blood pressure can be treated with lifestyle and diet changes. But because high blood pressure can put a strain on the heart, arteries, and kidneys, a person with high blood pressure might be prescribed a medication to control it. The goal is to avoid a heart attack, a stroke, heart failure, or kidney damage. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. By the way, the gentleman that hit the cow is somebody that I know very well. I haven't talked to him in a long time. Last I knew he was working at the casino, but I hope he's okay. I don't know how the cow's doing. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, you know who I'd like to see run for president? Stu Breyer. Yeah. Stu Breyer for president. <laughs> Why would I need that aggravation? <laughs> my, my brother had a, a bit on a radio stint for a while. You know, you can call in and you can um, have your own show. Um, uh, I can't remember. He, I think he was on AM for a while. It's in New London. You know, they've got, I don't know if you've ever listened, um, there was a, a Greek lady doing recipes, and mm-hmm. most of it was about downtown New London and things like that. My brother had built a couple of projects, and a couple of his friends said, you should run for mayor. He's like, oh, I don't need that headache. No, thank you very much. So There are some people that have yeah, said to me. I'm just making a joke, obviously. People have said uh, to me, why don't you run for something locally? And uh, I have no interest in that, even though I'd like to help out locally in some things. But uh, I mean, it's enough you've been doing this. For so long, and it's your passion, it's your job. Like, like we all have our jobs. I've been doing since I was 19, and I, I like going into work. It's not a chore, it's not a burden, but it's, um, you know, it's gotta just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to ever be in politics. I'm are, not, you, are you I'm amazed person. that so many people would like to run for president? I mean, no, we wake I up. I don't at, know anybody that I know who'd like to run for president. I we wake up in the morning hoping our checkbook is balanced. I um, we were in things in high school like student council and stuff like that. The only reason why I did it was a to get my picture in the yearbook again, Mm -hmm. and b to get out of class if something big happened. They'd say we need a emergency meeting of the student council, and we'd all ooh, we got to anybody in student council raise your hand, and off we got to go. (laughs) Well, it's okay, you know. In (laughs) school, I used to uh, say, you know, good for the folks that ran for president in the school and. (laughs) We would vote. It was and, fun, and the ones who in my school ran were worthy of running. And when I voted, it was it was fun, you know. And mm-hmm. um, what you got for the lunchtime oldies this afternoon? I haven't thought of it yet, but we'll have something good. Can I request my Bobby Bloom again, you Montego can, Bay? You can request Montego lady. Bay. I'll play all songs about Montego Bay. Oh, well, okay. Well, I just that's a good song. Which so is one? Yes. All right. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, good morning, Stu. Morning. Okay, so um I I had looked up uh <clears throat> knowing or suspecting how it would have gone, looked up the there's a parental bill of rights bill that was passed by the most Republicans or perhaps it was all Republicans in Congress. I I checked the roll call to see which way Congressman Courtney voted before I called his office. Of course he voted against it. So in this this bill, my understanding is that if, if a child wants to socially transition or do any kind of other gender transition at school, the parents must be notified. And, uh, you know, I had, that was like the main provision. And, you know, there were other provisions. I did not read the whole bill. I read news articles about it. So I, I called the office of Congressman Courtney to ask mm-hmm. why they voted against it. I got, you could tell by the voice, it was a young woman. 
who looked it up, and she said it was the 14th Amendment. So I said, uh, you know, I, I challenged her. I said, you know, one, one of my challenges was I said that, well, that was written in the 1800s. It was ostensibly to, you know, to, to, to grant equal rights to black people at the time. Um, and just that assertion made her think that, you know, she, she kind of flipped out. I could tell the intonation in her voice that she thought that my assertion, which is that Reconstruction amendments were for black people to have rights, was crazy. Um, and it, it, it didn't really get any better from there. Um, I, I, I unfortunately didn't have the opportunity to point out to her that the reason why we had the Equal Rights Amendment that I guess failed, but we had an Equal Rights Amendment, was because we recognized at that time, what was it, the 60s or 70s, that the 14th Amendment, in fact, did not apply to women. It was, it was something that was made specifically for, you know, the, the intent was for blacks, but I guess it's for all racial categories. And uh, she was just very, very combative. And I, I took real offense to it because we have children that are seriously being given puberty blockers and all sorts of other treatments that cause irreversible damage and they're too young to even know any better. Um, I don't know how prevalent this is, but I do know that there are school districts that are providing uh, puberty blockers and hormones to minors. And they're providing even things like um, breast binders. And they're doing that without the uh, contact of the parents? Is that what you're In saying? In certain districts. Well, that's, you know, I think I'm most sure people would disagree with that. Is, but I know it's Oregon that has had it. I know California has had it. I would not be surprised if it's happening here. The official policy in Norwich Public Schools, it's on the website, is the child can socially transition. It's not has nothing about medication or anything like that, but the child can socially transition, and they will only notify the parents if the child gives permission to the school. So we have a child that's being affirmed by the teachers, and not all the teachers are going to agree. They all must agree. They don't have a choice. And uh, is being transitioned around their peers, so they're, they're, they're in this environment for most of the day, and then they go home, and then they, they hide it. And that's supposed to be okay. That's a 14th Amendment protection. Now, imagine some group of people in the 1800s putting together an amendment thinking, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put this thing together here, and it's, uh, it may one day result in children becoming, becoming uh, cross-dressers and, and having all sorts of surgery and done and all that. That's okay. They would have known about it at the time, I would imagine. Well, I would put an open invitation, as I always do, for Joe Courtney to come on the program. We can talk about it. I think you should talk to that staffer. Maybe she can come on the program. She, she sounds like one of those people that just got out of one of these lunatic colleges. Well, and you she's know, never they... heard a view that, <clears throat> she, that, that, that goes against her worldview. Mm -hmm. and she can't respect the other worldview, even though my worldview has been the universal worldview until about five years ago. All right, sir. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Um, a couple calls ago was saying that you should run for the local um, council in Norwich. No, they didn't say that. They said I should run for president. Ooh. I'm the one that said I, you know, people have asked me, you know, run for something in the city, which means I couldn't be doing this. Well, that's a good thing. I would have myself as guest every day. 
Yes, um, that is true. So, um, you know, because I'm thinking of Rocky, um, who's local, that was running. Oh, yes, Rocky. Yeah, nice man. Nice man. He did run and uh, did not succeed. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't, but he should try again because he was first out. Um, He did pretty good, but you need to be recognized. And I think with his passion and what... uh, whatnot i think he'll do it again um so good luck to him and the other thing i wanted to say was that's it okay thank you well we got some weather to oh, it sounded like ronald reg well uh, we got some weather today Everybody thought that President Reagan was too uh, too old to run for president. What was he, 70, 68? Hey, look at us now. What is uh, Donald Trump's about 78? Joe Biden's 80. Makes Ronald Reagan seem like a kid. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, nice, Joe. Hey. A uh, couple more things on the, uh, the shooting. Um, why do they keep saying... Uh, how can they get the time at 14 minutes it took to get to that place for the school shooting? You know what 14 minutes is? I'm surprised there weren't more fatalities if it took 14 minutes. Well, I'm just minutes. saying if an incident like that happened in Norwich, it would take us more, no more than three minutes. Three minutes at the most. And I'm giving you a maximum amount. I, I don't know where this 14 minutes is, is coming from. That, that's an outrageous amount of time for... Now, they got there, of course, and they took her out, which was uh, was great. But uh, the time... The other thing is, I watched News Nation last night. I don't know about the other stations. The entire hour of the show, they put her face up on the TV. Well, they do that. It's Making not... her like a martyr. I'm sure they didn't talk about her like a martyr, but... They all do it. Well, uh, well, you'd be surprised at some of the things they said, especially about the transgender part. I won't even get into that. Well, that shouldn't even be um, anything to do with it. So, and my final thing is, is once again getting back to the insanity. Unlike some of these people that called you today, I follow a lot of criminal trials in this country. And a lot of the criminal trials, especially murder ones, the lawyer is always going to come back and say, Oh, my clients, he was insane when he did that. You can't charge him with this. He's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the judge orders that the defendant, the person who did this horrendous thing, get examined. Not by one psychiatrist. Usually it's three, four, or and five Usually they have different opinions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when the psychiatrists are done, guess what? Just about every single case, they come back and say... There's nothing wrong with this person. They they were they can be uh, held responsible for the crime that they did, and go to a trial. Did you know that? Well, I didn't know all. The, I didn't know all of them case. said that. Usually, for the defense, they have a different opinion. And for the prosecutor, they have a different opinion. I just said after they got done interviewing this person for two weeks, two three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking one psychiatrist where you can be biased. I'm talking they had 
two, three, sometimes as many as five different psychiatrists interviewed this person who was charged with this horrendous uh, crime. And it's really funny to me that they all came back with the same conclusion that the person was found to to be mentally stable to stand trial. Well, either way, if it's a heinous crime like the ones we're talking about, the the person should be in a hospital for the rest of their lives or in jail, either way. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to clarify that point about the... Uh, mm-hmm. All these people that are committing these crimes are, are crazy. It's not true. They're not all crazy. And I'm just telling you what psychiatrists said with all the different trials. So if you want to argue, you can argue with them. I'm just telling you what their decisions came down as. All right. Thanks, Larry. All right. See you later. Hello. Welcome to the program. So. 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 So what? Well, I don't know how to begin this. But basically, let's go back to uh, what's been applied to the real world from the fantasy world. And I never read them in my life, but there used to be a cartoon strip, Terry and the Pirates. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what it was about, but whatever. It, It just comes to mind. Because what is Terry? It is a form of weight. W-E-I-G-H-T but it's being applied to the world as W-A-I-T wait as in delay so um, right now I feel weightless yeah well they used to uh, you used to hear he was a late bloomer well who was a late bloomer well you see there was wait and delay and give people time to grow. Today, the uh, especially in schools, they are too pushy. Push up! And I used to hear this sometimes on a construction job. Push up! So, um, they have taken the concept of wait, T-A-R-E, and combined it with tarry and dope drugs and pushing people too hard and there is no uh, wait and find out because it's considered a perversion of the word delay. Boy, are you confusing me today? And uh... So I, I think the schools have a lot a fault for what is going on. The the other thing, you, you I could take it to another extreme, and I could state that the cow that got hit on the uh, highway mm-hmm. suffered um, greatly more than the person who likely was riding, uh, driving at a higher rate of speed. I than don't know. Most. Maybe the cow was just grazed. Yeah, well, yeah, but you have to consider the shock to uh, the other cows. Now, there's a psychological factor, right? Well, the other cows probably didn't miss him. He got out. So if he was the school mascot, imagine all the physical, uh, psychological uh, counseling which would have to go on to all the other mascots in the Mm -hmm. vicinity. So here you have the school system today. And 
that they uh, want to push their agenda. They want more money. How in the world can all these people in the schools keep raking in all this money and uh, in the state of Connecticut and still have substandard scores in nationwide testing? The teachers teach the test so that they'll look good, and they aren't even uh, functioning in that capacity. So I'll go back to the Terry and the Pirates. They're stealing people's lives if, in fact, they are uh, dumping weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. I I haven't been in school for a long time, so I don't know what's... Well, uh, I haven't either, but compounds. mm -hmm. I I once uh, substituted teacher, and the vice president or the vice principal came in and started swearing at the kids. Well, this is back a long time ago, if I'd had a cell phone. When I I went to school, we were doing crayons in the first grade, so I don't know what's happening. Well... I don't know. All right. Have a great day, sir. Thank you for confusing me. I appreciate it. Yeah. 89-5252 is the number. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. All right. That's what we try to do. Let's uh, go to this line over here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Hey, okay. How's it going? Oh, it's going. It's going. Um, mm, gray I skies just, are going to clear up. Yes. Oh, I just, uh, I remember when I went to school, and I remember the paper smell and the food cooking for lunch. It was a wonderful time, and at the end of the school year, the teacher would give out books they weren't going to use anymore. It was such a wonderful time. There wasn't the worry that I would think. No, we didn't think of that. I mean, there were definitely school fights, but nothing to the extreme where somebody would pull a knife or something. No, you're right, absolutely. Um, Do I think it's going to stop? No, I don't. I I just don't. Um, It's going to take a lot for people to change things, but it seems as though it gets worse every day. And my prayers go out to anybody that's uh, lost anybody uh, with a shooting or anything. Um, There's just so much. You know, when you were talking about the cow, I live where there's a farm with the cows, and they're in there pretty good. Now, was this cow off of 395, or where where was this accident? I can only tell you what I read on this uh, little report that came out. Oh, oh. That he was on Interstate 395 in Montville. The cow. He was roaming. Wow. And he got out oh, of dear. where he was supposed to be in Little Cowville. Wow. Well, I, I, wow, I would assume the cow was dead. I mean, wow. I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen it happen. I've seen, well, I've seen moose on the highway up north, way up, you know, in Maine and such like that. And uh, they stand completely still of moose because that's their camouflage. Instead of running, they have in their head, if I stand still, nobody will see me. Well, this particular cow was uh, maybe on something. He just bolted through a fence. Oh, my gracious sakes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty dangerous, I would say. Pretty dangerous. It's bad enough even to hit a deer, you know, but... The man uh, evidently got very seriously injured from this occasion. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the injuries were. I hope he's okay. Somebody I know. Oh, me too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Have uh, Have you heard from Helen? Gee, that's a good question. I haven't heard from Helen in a couple of weeks. 
Calling Helen, calling Helen, where are you? <laughs> well, okay, I just, uh, uh, did you say this girl that did this shooting was a guy? At one point, I... She was born a woman, and she felt that she was a man. But she was dressed as a woman when she uh, did this atrocity. Oh, dear God. Mm-hmm. But why? Why? Oh, nobody knows, I guess. <laughs> Probably never why? know. Why? Something happened when she was a kid or had something oh, to do God. with uh, getting bullied or she just went off the rails. And she obviously oh, wanted to kill herself because she told her friend today, it's the day I'm going to die. But she oh, decided to take people with her. Right. Now... You know a lot of mental hospitals everywhere have been shut down. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an example right here in Norwich. That evidently shut down a couple up further north, Enfield, Middletown. All these places are shut. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I think my son, he lives in another state, that they've uh, closed that one down where he lives. But was, was it like a Friday night, these sick people went to bed, and Saturday morning... They woke up and they're out on the street. Is that what happened to these poor sick people? And I'm telling you, mental illness is not a joke. It is horrible. Well, of course, it is and, horrible you know, but we don't, don't want to get confused with people that have obsessive compulsive disorders and uh, this and that. We're talking about criminally insane people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But it's a sad, sad time. So. Uh, Everybody have a good day. Thanks, You too. too. Thank you. Bye-bye. I don't think I know anybody who hasn't had some depression in their life. Sometimes they uh, are able to get over it quickly. Other time they need some medical help. I mean, I worked in the Boston State Hospital and ran the uh, closed-circuit television station because I was going to broadcasting school at the time. And uh, they said, you know, this is available to get some practice. And we had a great deal of fun. One part of the hospital were people who were not uh, too sick, and they walked around, and they were pleasant people. Obviously, they had some problems. And then there were some that would, unfortunately, had to stay in the particular dorms. I knew a gentleman who worked in there, and they were dangerous, so they never left there. But I would, uh, we would pipe in the music some of the wards and some of the people, and they used to actually call for requests. So I learned a lot about what goes on in a state hospital. All kinds of variations. I'm sure some of them eventually got out. I'm not sure. But we saw the same people in the lobby every day. Got to know them by their first name. I mean, somebody used to call me every time I was on the air there looking for a song by Joni James. I'll never forget that. Joni James. How about Joni Bra- James tonight? And sure, we'd play Joni James for him. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. If you'd like to... Wow, look at the time. Time's going quickly here, huh? Six minutes before noon at WICH, so we do have time for a call or two. It's a gentleman that's going to come on our show in the near future. He's one of America's top doctors, talking about the Band-Aid off to expose the American health care system. He's got a book about it. We'll get his point of view. 
Remember, these are personal points of view, but they are interesting people. So um, that'll be sometime in the next couple of weeks. Hello, welcome to the program. Well, good morning, Stu. How are you? Hey, hi, Candy. I, I'm glad to have you back again. Thank you. It's good to be like back. Most, like most everybody is. We Glad you had a nice vacation, though. Yeah, no, it was very nice, and I was lucky to uh, be in a very nice place, Hilton Head, did South Carolina. Did you just go to that one state, or did you go to other states? I was basically in that state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you've been there before, so you know the, the layout, you know the, the conditions of the area then pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's very nice, pleasant, wonderful beaches to walk on. Mm-hmm. I know you're a beach walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I went. I lived in Charleston long, many, many, many years ago. I lived in Charleston, South Carolina, a couple times. So that was interesting, and a pretty, pretty gardens in that state too. Very friendly people there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question about a song. Sure. Maybe. Um, are you familiar with the song "A Daisy a Day"? By Judge Strunk. Yes. No. Oh, I don't know how many people sung, sang that, but uh, you heard the song A Daisy a Day? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, you know it. So it's like, I love you until the rivers run still and the four winds we know blow away. I haven't heard it in a long time, but I'd love to find it for you. If you happen to find it, um, mm-hmm. perhaps, if you could, if you have time. Sure. Um, are you doing the, the this week the whole thing about Mandy Patinkin? Yes, we're going to give away tickets uh, next hour. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. I, I just to didn't know if you're doing it. You said all all, the, <clears throat> all this week you're going to try to do that. He is a tremendous talent. Yes, and he used to aware. be on um, Criminal Minds as Gideon. Yeah, he's been on a lot of shows. I've been reading up on him and uh, some gr- shows on HBO and a lot on the theater, a lot of good mm-hmm. singing. So he's going to be at the Guard uh, Theater on April 29th, and we'll be giving away tickets to see him on our program. Mm-hmm. So I hope well. to try to get in. I'm going to try. It's hard, it's hard to do that, but I'm going to try. But anyway, you take care. I'll um, talk to you later on. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yes, I forgot to mention that. We'll be giving away those tickets, and that is one heck of a show. If you see this gentleman, you'll know, oh, I've seen him on uh, lots of television shows and lots of television shows, singing and serious acting shows. It's going to be at the Guard Arts Center, and that's going to be uh, taking place on April the 29th. So we'll be giving away tickets coming up next hour on our lunchtime oldie break. So all you have to do is uh, listen for when I say we're giving away the tickets, and then be ready to dial in, and uh, you could win those tickets to a marvelous show. See, we have some time for a few odds and ends. Mostly ends. Some humorous things that were emailed to me that we can share with you. Let me get them out for you. Somebody sent me a list of questions. You know, they say there's no such thing as a dumb question. Like, why do banks charge you for insufficient funds when you don't have enough money on your account to pay it? If everything in the universe, including atoms and particles, stops moving... Does time stop, or does time continue even if everything is frozen? If God exists and he or she revealed themselves, would people who believe in God actually accept God as God? In other words, if somebody came down and said, I'm God, and you say, oh, yeah, what's wrong with this guy? 
Now, if the universe is expanding, what is outside it? If there's nothing outside it, how does it expand to create void? Talk about people being in the ponder corner, huh? How important do you have to be to be considered assassinated and not just murdered? When you get to heaven, do you look as you do at the age that you die? I've heard uh, both answers to that. No, you go back to when you're young. Why do people say that they slept like a baby if they slept through the night when babies are known for not sleeping? Gee, that's a really good one. Babies don't sleep that well. Why is the alphabetical order that way? Who said that? That's the order that it had to be. And why is Goofy considered a person and Pluto considered a pet when they're both dogs? Huh. Just something to think about. They want to talk about it at the dinner table tonight. Catch you after the news with our lunchtime oldies on Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. Hey, we're on FM 2, 94.5 W233B in Norwich. Jimmy Fallon with his talk show clock, lunchtime oldies, afternoon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The investigation is continuing after the deadly school shooting in Tennessee on Monday. At a news conference, Metro Nashville Police Chief John Drake alleges that the female shooter, a former student at the school, had carefully planned out the attack and shot through a locked door to enter the school. Someone that had multiple rounds of ammunition, prepared for a confrontation with law enforcement, prepared to do more harm than was actually done, and we were able to stop the threat and unfortunately six victims. Chief Eric speaking to WSMV-TV. The shooter identified as 28-year-old Audrey Hale. No real motive has been released. Also at townhall.com, large-scale protests are being held in several French towns and cities against the government's pension reform. Last Thursday, the long-running campaign against the pension law took a new and alarming turn with violent street confrontations between police and groups of far-left activists. On Saturday, there were more clashes at a protest over water in western France that left at least two protesters seriously injured in hospital and many police hurt too. Against this backdrop, police in Paris are preparing for the worst, with more than 5,000 officers deployed along the route of this afternoon's march from the de la République. The government spokesman Olivier Véron said that the aim of far-left extremists was to undermine the institutions of the Republic. BBC correspondent Hugh Schofield. Consumer confidence inching up in March after two straight monthly declines. The conference board reporting that its consumer confidence index rose to 104.2 in March. That's from 103.4 in February. Stocks are mixed now. The Dow is ahead 81 points, but the NASDAQ down 62. More at townhall.com. This Easter season, join world-renowned tenor Andrea Bocelli for an unforgettable journey of hope, beauty, and music. Experience musical performances from Michael W. Smith, Tori Kelly, Taya, and Torin Wells across the awe-inspiring Italian countryside. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli, brings you face-to-face with the moments in life that define us, the music that moves us, and the relationships that matter most. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli in theaters April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Find out more at thejourney.movie. That's thejourney.movie. Are you looking for a meaningful way to present
preserve our nation's history? Consider purchasing a Blueprints of Liberty brick. Each purchase helps to build Liberty Village, a unique destination that brings our founding history to life. This family-friendly location will provide an opportunity for youth and visitors to encounter our founding history like never before. Visit unitedwepledge.org to order your Blueprints of Liberty brick today. Israel's Prime Minister is shelving a controversial judicial reform bill, at least for now. We have the latest from the media lines, Felice Friedson. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told the nation Monday night that he is withdrawing the legislation that brought hundreds of thousands of protesters to the streets. But despite the Prime Minister's words, the coalition has submitted one of the laws in question, prompting opposition members to accuse Netanyahu of breaching the agreement. Pro-government voices claim the submission is merely technical. But after protesting for 13 consecutive weeks, there is no sign that the opposition forces will call a halt to the massive demonstrations. Plans for the next one remain in effect while both sides plot their next moves. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. Russia firing two cruise missiles during a military drill in the Sea of Japan in what appears to be a show of force directed at the government of Tokyo. Russia regularly holds military exercises off its eastern coastline, but Japan said this activity had increased of late. There were a number of sources of tension between the two countries, including an unresolved territorial dispute and Russia's unease at increased military spending by Japan. It seems Tokyo's support for Ukraine in its fight against Russian aggression has also annoyed Moscow. The Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida visited Kiev just last week, clearly aligning Japan with Western nations that are backing Ukraine. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow, migrants setting fire to mattresses in an immigration detention center. 39 died, and they were protesting after they learned they would be deported. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310.
That's Bobby Bloom, a one-hit wonder. Sounds like fun down at Montego Bay. Well, here's Mr. New Orleans, Al Hertz, who had a top ten hit called Java back around 1964. Here he is. great, huh? Mr. Al Hurt looked like when he was blowing that trumpet he was hurting himself, but he was having a good time. And that is uh, one of the great instrumental hits of the 60s as we kind of mix them up today. Mix them up today. And we'll do it a little bit different from other folks, as always. You may hear something that you haven't heard in several decades or maybe centuries. You never know what we're going to come up with, but I'm sure you're going to know most of the songs, even maybe one that I find deep into the vault, where I check out the vault, just see if I can come up with something really unusual. So we'll be trying to do that today. In the meantime, let's give you a little rock and roll with Tommy James and the Shondells. Here she comes.
Was that her name, Moni Moni? Was that her first name, last name, Moni Moni? Oh, well. Great hit for Tommy James. I'm so excited when I find something I'm looking for. Isn't that great? I like your keys and things like that. But I've, I uh, I got this in the, in the vault, and it's a song we used to play a very long time ago. It's a very, well, sad love song. Here is Judd Strunk. That's his last name, Strunk. Daisy a day. He remembers the first time he met her. He remembers the first thing she said. He remembers the first time he held her. And the night that she came to his bed. He remembers her sweet way of singing. Honey, has something gone wrong? He remembers the fun and the teasing And the reason he wrote her this song I'll give you a daisy a day, dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still And the four winds we know blow away walk down the street in the evening and for years I would see them go by and their love that was more than the clothes that they wore could be seen in the gleam of their eyes as a kid they would take me for candy and I loved to go tagging along we'd hold hands while we walked to the corner and the old man would sing her his song I'll give you a daisy a day dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still And the four winds we know blow away Now he walks down the street in the evening And he stops by the old candy store And I somehow believe he's believing He's holding her hand like before For he feels all her love walking with him And he smiles at the things she might say Then the old man walks up to the dill top And gives her a daisy a day to the last plunk, huh? Daisy a day, Judd Strunk. That was his only hit. And it uh, was a very popular song a while back. 
That's what these songs are from a while back. Not too many people named Daisy anymore. It used to be a very popular name. Here's a Daisy song. heard that song since I was a kid there. It's called Daisy Jane by America. Hey, Daisy's on the bicycle. A bicycle built for two.
See if we can come up with some more daisies. Going to take a little break. WICH, uh, kind of a rainy day today. Temperatures in the lower 40s. Currently, it's in the very low 40s. It is now 40 degrees. At Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down in their home, their office, at your competitor's business, and send them your message. We can reach people that are looking to dine out or buy a car. Sales, line two. We send them an online ad for your business. We can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition. They'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with Hall Digital. At Hall Communications, we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools, radio and digital, to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits. To find out more, go to our station webpage and the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio and digital. A great one-two punch for your business. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. At Corsha's Auto Repair, our experienced trained technicians provide you with honest upfront answers as well as a written estimate before any work begins. So there are no unexpected costs or surprises when we service or repair your vehicle. It's been a mild winter, but all the potholes in the road have probably ruined the front wheel alignment on your vehicle. With spring coming, it's time to take it to Corsha's for your front wheel alignment so your tires will have their maximum life. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Visit CorshasAutoRepair.com to see all the services we offer. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. Locally owned Corsha's Auto Repair. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. That's Corsha's Auto Repair. There's lunchtime. Oldies were going to go way back into the 50s. Are we there yet? We're there now. You've heard of the Ten Commandments? Well, love has its own Ten Commandments. Start with one, okay? I shall never love another And stand by me all the while And stand by me all the while Take happiness with the heartaches Take happiness with the heartaches And go through life wearing and go through life wearing a smile. And oh, how happy we will be if 
we keep the Ten Commandments of Love Love Thou always have faith in me Thou should always have faith in me In everything I say and do In everything I say and do Love me with all your heart and soul Love me with all your heart and soul Until our life on earth is through Oh, how happy we will be The Ten Commandments of Love Love, oh sweet love It's oh, oh so grand You will find Since the beginning of time It has rooted in all the land Come to me when I am lonely Come to me when I am lonely Kiss me when you hold me tight Kiss me when you hold me tight Sweet and gentle And always do what's right Know how happy we will be If we keep the ten commandments of love Oh, how happy we will be Oh, good for the last word. Come on. Commandments of love. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, don't forget those Ten Commandments of Love. Keep it in your mind. Maybe we could add a couple if you want. So here come the Isley Brothers when we always were saying, Hey, do your own thing. Remember that? Then we get tired of it. It's your thing. Do what you want. Hmm? It's not my thing, man. How come we don't say that anymore, huh? We'll, we'll sing it now. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. If you want me to love you.
I'm going to tell you who to sock it to. Put a sock in it. Isley Brothers, they're the guys that brought you that wonderful dance song called, let's see, Twist and Shout, and um, yeah, a lot of great songs, but that was their thing at that particular time in their uh, tremendous careers. Having fun with the memories, as we always do. There was a time when all the songs about tragedies were popular car crashes and it was amazing tell laura i love her and this particular one in 1964 almost got to number one and oddly enough which has happened on other occasions the singer of this song shortly after it became a hit had a car accident he did survive but kind of strange it's called the last kiss sort of like the song teen angel and a number of the other ones my baby be the Lord took her away from me she's gone to heaven so I got to be good so I can see my baby when I leave this world we were out on a date in my daddy's car we hadn't driven very far there in the road straight ahead the car was stalled the engine was dead I couldn't stop, so I swerved to the right Never forget the sound that night The crying tires, the busting glass The painful scream that I heard last Well, where, oh, where can my baby be? The Lord took her away from me She's gone to heaven, so I got to be good So I can see my baby The rain was pouring down There were people standing all around Something warm running in my eyes But I found 
my baby somehow that night I raised her head and she smiled and said Hold me darling for a little while I held her close, I kissed her our last kiss I found a love that I knew I would miss But now she's gone, even though I hold her tight I lost my love, my life that night It's amazing I could play a whole hour of those songs, but I think it may be a little bit too uh, morbid. They were coming out. Dickie Lee had patches when she went into the water, and and then we had, of course, uh, Moody River by Pat Boone, where he loses somebody else in the water. I think he does save her, and that's that particular one. And, of course, that same year, 1964, we had a song that made it to number one called The Leader of the Pack. Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? Mm-mm. By the way, where'd you meet him? I met him at the candy store. He turned around and smiled at me. You get the picture? Yes, we see. That's when I fell for Leader of the Pack.
That was their biggest hit, the Shangri-Las. The leader of the pack was almost like a comedy, although it was a tragedy. Well, they say comedies and tragedies. You know how it goes in show business. I think we need to pick things up a little bit. Take a deep breath. Here's Bobby. Whoa, you know, you know, you know, you know, you must have been a beautiful baby. You must have been a beautiful child. When you were only starting to go to kindergarten, I bet you drove those other childs wild. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, when it came to winning Blue Ribbon. Well, I bet you taught the other kids how. Well, I can see the judge's eyes as they handed you the prize. I bet you took the cutest bow. Yeah, you must have been a beautiful baby. Cause baby, won't you look at you now? Come on, The judge's eyes as they handed you the prize. I know you made the cutest bow. Yeah, you must have been a beautiful baby. Good baby, won't you look at you now? Oh, I mean, I mean, oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, I know you're beautiful, too beautiful. There was a hit in the 40s, and uh, he brought it back in the 60s from Bobby Darren. You must have been a beautiful baby. Well, as you know, we're giving away tickets to an absolutely fantastic show at the Guard Arts Center. We have a pair of tickets to give away right now. See a gentleman who you've probably seen on television numerous times. He's been on the TV show Homeland, Princess Bride, Criminal Minds. He's a singer. He's a storyteller. He's been on Broadway, electrifying concert performer. And he's got a show coming up at the Guard Arts Center on April 29th. Mindy Patinkin. You see him, you say, oh, I know that guy, right? He got an Emmy Award for his TV uh, performances. So if you'd like to win a pair of tickets to see him, I'll take caller number two. At 889-5252. And the tickets will be yours. We'll send you the tickets in the mail. And that's going to be for April the 29th. 889-5252. 
With the Wholesale Formula Seminar, discover how to start your own Amazon business. Hey, I'm Rick Mandelo. Two years after attending the Wholesale Formula Seminar, I was able to sell my Amazon business for over $400,000. Hi, I'm Amy Sherlock. I attended the Wholesale Formula Seminar to learn how to work from home while raising my son. Today, I do $175,000 in sales per month. Hi, I'm Hillary. Before attending the Wholesale Formula Seminar, I was a school teacher. Today, I work from home selling products on Amazon. Whether you have a business and want to sell more on Amazon, retired or just need extra money, America's Amazon expert, Dylan Frost, will show you how. Only $49.99 guaranteed or your money back. That's right. Discover the easy way to make money on Amazon with Dylan Frost's The Wholesale Formula. Two-hour seminar, Tuesday, March 28th at 2 p.m. for the greater Norwich area. Register at thewholesaleformula.com. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Candace from Bradford is the winner. She's going to go to that wonderful show, but we have more of those tickets to give away. And I might even give away another pair today. And that's a special show. It's going to be at the Guard Arts Center, April 29th, Mandy Patinkin. He is a superstar, and it's going to be for one show only at the Guard Arts Center. Let's keep it here with Stu, and your chances to win are coming up. So I went into the vault with my flashlight, knocked a few cobwebs around, and tried to find a song that maybe you've never heard before. Maybe you'll be glad you didn't when I play it. It's a song by Mongo Jerry, not his big hit in the summertime, but this is called Somebody Stole My Wife. Think of the kazoo in there, huh? All right. 
sound too upset about it, does he? Mongo Jerry, deep into the vaults of WICH. Here's a gentleman who'd like to go home. He just fixed some cars and built them. I want to go And I dreamed about those cotton fields and home I dreamed about my mother Dear old papa, sister and brother I dreamed about that girl Who's been waiting for so long I wanna go home Oh, how I 
lives in Detroit City and he wants to go home. Bobby Bear. Bobby Bear. What a tremendous hit that was for him, huh? I wonder if he ever made it home. Did you ever wonder about those things? Did you ever wonder? Oh, that's another bit. In the meantime, we have time for uh, another call or two. If you'd like to uh, stick around on our lunchtime oldie break, we have lunch together every day. Hmm? It's looking for a song by Dion. You can help me look for it. I think we can find it. I'm going to play that for you in just a bit. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Dion and the Belmonts were very popular. Of course, they met each other in New York, and they were known as one of the best doo-wop groups. They did a lot of harmony, and they started off as Dion and the Belmonts, and as what happens many, many times, and that is... The lead singer leaves the group, which is kind of sad because he has another group that backs him up. So why didn't he just stay with the Belmonts who used to back him up? Well, we'll never know that unless I can interview Dion, which would be a lot of fun. But after he left Dion and the Belmonts, absolutely had some bigger hits without the Belmonts backing him up. There is an album where he gets back with the Belmonts, but uh, that was just a kind of a reunion thing. So right after he left the Belmonts, he had hits like uh, Runaround Sue and The Wanderer, and uh, it was kind of sad because the Belmonts weren't uh, with him. And I don't know who backed him up. In fact, if you ever get a chance to get to some of the greatest hits by Dion, you'll find that they are on compact disc, They're also on albums where you can get uh, all of his hits on some special albums with the Belmonts and as a solo singer. So we just heard Bobby Bear who wants to go home, and he's not the only one. I want to go home where I belong. Just a lonely teenager I'm just a lonely teenager When I was 16, ran away All alone, on the stray What can I do, what can I say I'm a lonely teenager Now I'm 17, still alone Wondering if I should go home Or maybe stay out on my own I'm a lonely
If I stay out of sight, I wanna go home where I belong. Cause I'm just a lonely not a lonely teenager anymore. So when he left the Belmonts, the Belmonts recorded a couple of songs. Here's one of them. and a song called Diane. Smile for me My Diane I'm in heaven when I see you smile See you smile Smile 
WICHN, also FM 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. Time for the news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's one theory that is being explored. Nashville police say the former student who mapped out their plan before attacking a Christian elementary school may have been driven by resentment. Residents gathered at the Belmont United Methodist Church in Nashville Monday night to hold each other up in prayer after a deadly shooting at the Covenant School. Metropolitan Nashville Police Chief John Drake says a suspect who killed three children and three staffers at their former school left evidence that is being reviewed. We have a manifesto, we have some writings that we're going over uh, that uh, pertain to this day, the actual incident. Drake did not say what drove the shooter to open fire before being killed by police, but he told NBC News that investigators believe the shooter had some resentment for having to go to that school. Audio courtesy WSMV. I'm Jennifer King. Also at townhall.com, the nation's top financial regulator alleges that Silicon Valley Bank's own management was largely to blame for the bank's failure earlier this month. Testifying before the Senate Banking Committee, Michael Barr says the Federal Reserve will review whether a 2018 law that weakened stricter bank rules also contributed to that collapse. Senate Banking Committee Ranking Member Tim Scott of South Carolina says there's no disagreement as to who the main perpetrator was of the bank collapse. By all accounts, this is a classic tale of negligence. And it started with the banks themselves. Without any question, that's where the buck stops. Barr, meanwhile, contends the bank failed to manage the risks of its bond holdings. Israel's rival political factions have agreed to begin negotiations after Prime Minister Netanyahu has paused a controversial judicial overhaul plan that has triggered street protesting. The Dow is ahead nine points, and the Nasdaq down 87. More at townhall.com. This Easter season, join world-renowned tenor Andrea Bocelli for an unforgettable journey of hope, beauty, and music. Experience musical performances from Michael W. Smith, Tori Kelly, Taya, and Torn Wells across the awe-inspiring Italian countryside. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli, brings you face-to-face with the moments in life that define us, the music that moves us, and the relationships that matter most. The Journey, a music special from Andrea Bocelli in theaters April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 6th. Find out more at thejourney.movie. That's thejourney.movie. Are you looking for a meaningful way to present
preserve our nation's history? Consider purchasing a Blueprints of Liberty brick. Each purchase helps to build Liberty Village, a unique destination that brings our founding history to life. This family-friendly location will provide an opportunity for youth and visitors to encounter our founding history like never before. Visit unitedwepledge.org to order your Blueprints of Liberty brick today. A deadly fire has spread through a migrant processing center in Ciudad Juarez on the U.S.-Mexico border. The fire began on Monday night at the National Institute of Migration. Video online showed victims lying on the ground after being pulled out of the building. Many were thought to be migrants arrested in the city the day before and detained in locked rooms. Some reports suggest migrants had set fire to mattresses as a protest. Hundreds of thousands of people arrive every year in Mexico from Central and South American countries trying to get into the U.S. BBC correspondent David Banford. Protest against unpopular pension reforms again gripping France. Demonstrators are marching. The Eiffel Tower is closed. It's the latest round of a nationwide pushback against President Macron's push to raise France's legal retirement age from 62 to 64. Breaking news at townhall.com. Japan and the United States have reached an agreement on trade in critical minerals for electric vehicle batteries. The deal is expected to make electric vehicles using metals processed in Japan to qualify for tax incentives under President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. The two sides have agreed to not impose export duties on trade in lithium, cobalt, manganese, nickel, and graphite all strategically important minerals. The U.S. and Japan have been seeking to diversify their supply chains in such resources to reduce their dependence on minerals sourced from or processed in China. Jeremy House reporting. The French National Financial Prosecutor's Office says authorities have raided the Paris offices of five banks on suspicion of tax fraud. The press release did not specify which banks were raided. More of these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, my Stu Doppler window says it's rather dark out there. Welcome. Part four of our program. Having a good time. 889-5252 is our telephone number. 42 degrees right now on this Tuesday. March 28th, we'll give away another pair of tickets to see Mandy Patinkin at the Guard Arts Center. What a show. It's one show only. April 29th, we'll give away those this hour. So if I don't remind me, just shake the radio. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to give away those tickets. Some of the unusual things. By the way, the number is uh, 860-889-5252. Well, pickle shortage may occur. A pickle shortage may occur. That's going to be a tough one, huh? NBC says the Pickle King Pickle Factory in Patterson, New Jersey. Hey, it's a cute tongue twister. Pickle King Pickle Factory in Patterson, New Jersey. Caught on fire over the weekend. It took three fire departments to put out the blaze. No one was injured. The factory was destroyed. So there may be a shortage of pickles. Can we handle that, hmm? How about this one? Is this teacher in trouble? 
tapes a student's mouth shut. WRAL says a Johnston County, North Carolina teacher is under fire for taping a student's mouth shut. Brady Webster's mother, Catherine, says he is a talkative class clown. He sent her a selfie showing his mouth taped shut. Catherine complained to the principal. She says the teacher sometimes tapes kids' wrists together. The teacher has resigned. The sheriff's office is now conducting an investigation because other parents are complaining. That was very important when we went to school. Very important not to talk when the teacher was talking. Hmm? And that was very big on the report card. Conduct. Conduct. I liked conduct because you didn't have to study for it. You just kept your mouth shut when the teacher was talking. Hmm? You have good conduct, you have bad conduct. What else is happening? Batman is planning to visit the Ukraine. Batman is heading to the Ukraine to visit children and soldiers. Kind of neat. John Buckland of Clarksburg, West Virginia, dresses like Batman and visits children in need. He's taking his talents overseas for the second time to boost morale as the Ukraine continues to battle Russia. John went to Poland in 2022 to boost spirits. People do some awfully nice things, huh? Hmm? TikTok users are taping their faces to remove wrinkles. Allegedly, that'll happen. The Daily Mail says a new TikTok trend involves people placing tape over their wrinkles to straighten them out. The so-called hack claims people will look younger if they leave the tape on while they sleep. I'll be stuck to my pillow, huh? Doctors and experts say there is no scientific basis for the hack because wrinkles will always return. Hmm? Just another bunch of the garbage that you'll find on TikTok. These unbelievable stories come in every day and I like to share some of them with you because they're true and you kind of end up shaking your head. Hmm. A dog walks on two legs like a human. Newsweek magazine says Montus, Colorado Spaniel, named Dexter, is going viral because he walks on his hind legs. The eight-year-old had his front leg amputated after being hit by a van. Dexter survived and taught himself how to walk on two legs like a human. Dogs are so smart, aren't they? Hmm? Amazing. I don't think we've really uh, got to the point where we know how smart dogs are. I know cats are smart, too. I know we'll get into that. And Tiger Woods and his legal team are worried his ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, could win her $30 million lawsuit against him. Hmm. Our source says the magazine, it seems, that she's mad at and looking to hand him out to the dry. He and his legal team will defend him from the rooftops and plan on fighting fire with fire. I'm afraid that it took this long for his girlfriends to try to sue him. He's freaking out over what she may say if she wins this judgment. Erica could finish him once and for all if she is free to tell everything she knows. Added the insider, Tiger is in fight to save himself from drowning in bad publicity and losing everything he has. 
Eric has told PGA players' wives and girlfriends, despite all his injuries, Tiger still has a voracious sexual appetite. Well, that's personal, isn't it? Hmm? And that's some of the odd stories of the day. Will Tiger be sued? I know he's got quite a legal team. Hello, this is Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us for a free concert on Sunday, April 2nd, 7.30 p.m. at the Cathedral of St. Patrick in Norwich, Connecticut. This concert is generously sponsored by the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation, as well as Core Plus Credit Union. This concert will open with Bach's double concerto for violin, oboe, and strings, which features both ECSO's concertmaster, Stefan Tiesen, and our principal oboist, Eric Andrusiak. Following this work is Mozart's Lodote Dominum, which will highlight returning soprano, Jurate Schwedite. The Eastern Connecticut Symphony Chorus will then take to the stage again this season to perform Foray's gorgeous Requiem, as well as Mozart's Ave Verum Corpus. Tickets are free and can be reserved by visiting the ECSO website at ectsymphony.com. Then click on the link for the Palm Sunday concert to reserve your complimentary tickets. We can't wait to see you there. Let's go to the telephone lines. Welcome to the program. Well, hello. I am reading, speaking of checks and conduct, um, I was notorious for checks and conduct, Mm -hmm. and I am reading from my Waterford Public School report card from 1972 to 1973, and on the back it says, Karen should practice more self-discipline to control her talking, and two of my teachers signed it. (laughs) No kidding. You were a talker (laughs) in school. (laughs) That's why I became a hairdresser, too. Well, good. Sometimes it helps out. And my boss said the same thing, that they were foul. They just, you know, they were able to say stuff like that. Um, another one of my airport cards also says, um, Karen is a good student but does not listen and follow directions, and she distracts the other students. So how are your other marks? Um, well, let's see. This is fourth grade going into fifth. Mm-hmm. I got an A in spelling. Great. I wasn't a great student. I got a C in science. Boo-hoo. Uh, bad. Social studies, C. Um, English, B. Uh, mathematics, C. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, what is this? Reading. I went from a C to a B second term. Um, but, yeah, so I, I brought it into work where some people say, God, you never shut up. It's like, well, I'll bring in a report card to uh, back that theory. <laughs> so when you got home from school, did you uh, and you showed your parents your report card? Did they get upset? It didn't matter. That was not a problem. But, you know, and my birthday is next month, so the marking period always was around my birthday, April twelfth. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't good if I got a bad one. So you know, who cares? I wasn't going to college. I, you know, I hate to say it like that, but I knew uh, through my junior year that I was going to go to hairdressing school. I didn't need to get great grades. Um, I was there socialized, like most of us. I didn't, um, but we always say if we could go back and do it again, I would have done better. But is is that true? Well, you've done Did okay. You? You've done okay. My sister got all A's all the time. Yeah, not I, me. No, I did not. You know what I mean? I, um, you don't know me, but you can hear me on the phone. It's like, I'm happy. I have fun. I was a very social mm-hmm. girl. Um, I played with friends. I had a tons of friends, you know, on the weekends, call up anybody and go play someplace and, you know, just, uh, so it didn't matter that I didn't get good grades. So you were never, you were never speechless. (laughs) To say the least. 
<laughs> I was so happy one time I got on the honor roll. That was my... Oh, God. And other times I did not, believe me. Well, my um, my last name, I won't say it on the air, my maiden name, but uh, I have um, my father and his brother owned a gas station in New London. Um, can't say that either because then they'll know my name. But um, they all got on the honor roll. My father would read the paper going, oh, so-and-so, uh-huh, so-and-so, and then the last name, so-and-so. Not my kid, not my kid. My brother and I never got on the honor roll, but, you know, we became good human beings, and that's all that matters. And Yeah, we, of course. We did well, and we've got jobs, and we're still hanging out. And so. you passed? You passed? I did pass. Yes, I actually got <clears throat> 17 and a quarter credits. Uh, back then, that's all you... We needed less than that, and I took mm-hmm. extra classes um, to get more credits, but, uh, you know... Teachers deal. liked me, even though I wasn't the greatest student, because I never said boo. Oh, the taping thing? They said hands and wrists. Um, when my brother was in uh, second grade, he had the same um, teacher that I had. Um, he's five years older than me. I'm 61. And when he got in trouble, the teacher would tape him to the wall with oh his hands. And then when she'd go out and call duty or something, his friends would untape him, and they'd play cards or something. And here she comes, and then tape him back up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's amazing, huh? Oh my goodness! You know, but it wasn't abuse. You know, back then, you know, you're older than I am. It's just was just what they did. Put your put your nose against the wall because you were naughty, and I've oh, done yeah. that before too. In the cafeteria, we were talking, got in trouble. Stand in the corner. Your, that was yeah, big. stand in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. So. All right, let's hear let's hear this after. Hopefully, no more politics and no more about the. Did anybody shoot. wear a dunce cap in your class? I did not. No. Okay, I didn't mean you, but anybody. Okay. Not me. Well, I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, Stu. Bye. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Susan, Wait. what's up? Oh, I, I was just um, listening to this lady. I had a teacher in fifth grade that would. Back in the day, you had these great big natural sponges. They were really big ones. If somebody in the room was talking, the guy would go to the sink, soak it, and lob it across the room and hit the person that was talking. Wow. They couldn't do that today. No. I think we only had him probably one year. Um, and he always was going to the locker and, and getting Excedrin. He had a bottle of Excedrin. He was constantly popping the Excedrin. Oh, poor guy. I don't know why. The chronic headaches. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think our class was so bad. But anyway, hey, did you see what Blumenthal's son wants to run for attorney general in Connecticut? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe we need somebody new. You know the poor people down in Mississippi with everything going on. Um, <clears throat> I I wanted to make a comparison. Just picture it in your your head. Okay, you got Congress. I guess it would be Congress, and everybody saw the picture of Zelensky walking up the aisle in his green outfit, which I thought was kind of weird because it kind of looked like Castro's outfit. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Okay, so you got him walking up that day that he was going to ask for more money. Now, take a poor person from Mississippi that uh, I guess the whole town has been wiped out, um, and they have nothing, and, and put them there and let them walk up to Congress and ask for the same amount of money. Now... 
If well, anybody was a betting person... We'll be sending the money. Don't worry about it, Sue. I know, but Zelensky can get it at one billion a time. Do you realize if you gave a little tiny town one billion, they could all have a little mm -hmm. uh, one-level ranch built for nothing? I have one quick question, and i got to run. How did you do in school with conduct? Me? You. You're asking me. Mm -hmm. I, I was the teacher's pet. Really? Yeah. I got to do run this down to the whatever. Um, it, it, I, I, it wasn't hall monitor type stuff, but in the classroom, I was always asked to do things. And even at NFA, um, Mr. Tallier asked us to go. I've been up in that great big gigantic tower at Slater Hall because he said, we got to go up there and get uniforms, and he designated me as one of the people to go up there. My goodness, and teacher's pet. When I was in homemaking way down the street um, in one of the houses, I guess it's a private house now, uh, Norwich policeman came in. I was the first one to make it down there waiting for everyone to come on in. He was going to do a talk with his police dog. This guy walks in, hands me the leash, and walks out and says, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm sitting there with a leash and, and, and a Norwich police dog. I didn't know what to do. I just sat there and waited. Sure, of course. You didn't want but the dog to arrest you. I, I was the teacher's pet, and I actually had one teacher complain course we know who got to 100 in the class that was at nfa good for you um thanks i'm learning more about you every day thanks susan okay. hello welcome to the program hello Sue. yeah hi hi have you heard of anthony volt anthony volt v-o-l-p-e no tell me about anthony volt he's 21 years old and he's the starting um Shortstop for Yankees. Wow, I got a lot of catching up to do because I didn't watch a lot of spring training. And he he's unbelievable. And his dream was to meet Derek Jeter. And now he's he's going to be starting. And maybe he'll give us this little whatever we need. So the Yankees play on the 30th, too? Yes. But anyway, this is like I'm saying... I was talking to some guy today in the hospital, and he says, oh, I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm an Anthony Volk fan. And I'm saying, who the hell is he? Well, guess what? He's the 21-year-old starter. Can you imagine saying you're a starting shortstop for the Yankees and you're 21 years old? He must be pretty good. <laughs> he must. And i got to say, go UConn men. Saturday. He played fantastic. The girls I'm embarrassed with. Well, I'll tell you, the guys played, uh, they were just so good that oh. night. Oh, my God. But the girls, and <clears throat> honestly, I was so embarrassed because I really followed them. They looked like little leaguers, and I don't know whether it was just an off day or what, but but I'll tell you, I did watch the guys. Stayed up to 1130, but I got to tell you, that was a game. Yeah, I watched the whole game, and, uh, of course, after a while, they were blowing them out, but... Uh, I know, great. I know. They were great. I know. Hey, Stu, hang in there, and we'll be talking more about Boston and Yankees. Okay. So far, we're all tied for first place. 
Take care. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Super Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yes, Joe. Yeah, hey, just so you know, you just spoke to my my best friend, one of my best friends here in Norris. That's the Yankee lady. That's Carol. Oh, I know the Yankee lady. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, all right. So you know that. And uh, no, what in in her, in her uh, what do you call it? In between, like the quarters, one of the announcers she had the opportunity. To say, hey, what's going on, Gino? And I, I that's when I said he looked. Yesterday, I said he looked a little older. Because I hadn't seen him on TV in so long. I love Gino, by the way. He's from Philly, man. He's Italian. His mom and dad came over from Italy. I love Gino. Don't get. I love well, that game was so bad. I think he aged a little. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he looks good. But hey, mm-hmm. hey. so he he said simply, hey, because after the first quarter they were ten up, and then the rest second, third, fourth quarter they were ten behind, and then they got in the third quarter, they were up to like 15 behind. They never caught back up, Stuart. And and Gino said at, in a little quick interview, he said, hey, look, the things they're doing wrong and all that, we should have been doing that along in the season, not tonight. In other words, he was really torqued up, man. I never seen him so fired up during that game when they showed him on the you know, on the TV. You could see on the sideline he was fired up. But anyhow, hey, you play the, the greatest damn music. I want to compliment you on the uh, 12 o'clock, your, uh, you know, your music. But listen, I watch my Philly news, but I silence it and I listen to your music. I listen to you all the time. Hey, right while you were, you were on the center like Tuesday, I get a little excited. Right, a fi- I wrote it down. A 15 year old, this was between 12 and 1 o'clock, and just, uh, uh, three guys, three men, uh, black, uh, black warm, wearing black, with his, one had a ski mask, so it's on breaking news. Shot the kid. He's on his way to school. He's 15 years old. Shot him in the chest once, and the kid's dead now. And you know, it, it just happened at, at midday here, Eastern Standard Time, Stu, right in Philly, somewhere. Kid's going to school. He gets shot. Three guys, black, dressed in black. One out of ski mask, broad daylight. Did Come they, on. Did they catch them? I don't know. No. Oh, here's the deal, Stu. In Philly, if you can. If you can identify them and, and make the crime go through with the police and shit, you get twenty grand. And being the kid was on in a school zone, Philly gives you thirty thousand. If you can trigger the people that were, you know, did it and, and, and they get caught, and you, that's the reward they give. I I couldn't believe it. They give out rewards for this now because it's so. It's like you, they're in enough raid to kill all the cockroaches. Excuse my my English, my my Irish. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, they don't know yet. Still, so it just went down about an hour ago. Well, somebody must have seen them because you described them to me. Well, you know, it's right. They show it. Well, yeah, still, it's on, it's showing on video? It on the news on the screen. It's on and video. they're showing right where it happened. It's already roped off and, you know, fenced mm-hmm. off, and they're investigating. I don't know what street it was. I forget the name. I think it was just the I'm not sure. I'm, uh, too many well, streets, it's another terrible, it's, senseless tragedy. Another one. It's, as I said, every day, I, you know, I'm glued to the news. I'm, I'm trying to get acclimated to what's going on in Philly. And, and, I, and I want to bore all your listeners because I love Philadelphia. Because I told you a long time ago, I was born there. I left when I was 19. I haven't lived there since, I, you know, I'm 62. And it's changed. I know that. And the deal is to... Uh, no, every day, even though I watch it, and they say don't watch too much news, it, it's saddening because 
every day there's something going on somewhere, anywhere. Like Larry said, the guns won't go away. I, I you know, and he was a cop. I feel sorry for these Philly cops, man. I'm telling you, it's just you never know, brother. Well, I uh, good to hear from you. I'm sorry to hear some bad news out of Philly, but well, you, yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it on your news. I'm I sure. get all the NBC News and Philly, Connecticut, Boston, everything. By the way, Boston's my favorite city outside of Philadelphia. I love Boston. I love you, man. Have a good day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. You too. Thank you. All right, take a deep breath. 26 minutes after 1 at WICH, 41 degrees right now. It's an open forum this hour. At Heights Home and Farm, we're proud of our exceptional customer service and locally tailored selection of lawn, garden, farm, feed, and pet supplies. Without proper care, your yard can quickly become a battleground for grass versus weeds. Fortunately, with our Jonathan Green Fertilizer, you can get a program that'll increase the health of your lawn. Come in and see us, and we'll show you how, starting at $89.99. And don't forget the lime. Heights Home and Farm, 217 Archibando Avenue in Norwich, helping you care for the plants and pets you love. As I mentioned, we're going to give away another pair of tickets to see a superstar who's going to be at the Guard Arts Center April the 29th at 8 p.m. We're talking about Mandy Patinkin. He's a star of Broadway, star of television. He's an acclaimed actor. You've probably seen him on Criminal Minds and some of the other shows. He's a storyteller. And he's a concert performer. So if you're calling number two, we're going to give you a pair of tickets for that show that we'll mail to you. And the number is uh, 889-5252. 889-5252. Do you have questions about Medicare? The agents at Jane Ryan Insurance Group are your local experts. Hello, I'm Jeremy Doyle. And I'm Melissa Connell from Jane Ryan Insurance Group in Colchester. Like many others, we offer home, auto, and business insurance, but we also have Medicare insurance experts. Early retirement is the goal, but healthcare insurance may be the hurdle. But Jane Ryan Insurance Group can help. Along with sitting down with their financial planner, I like to sit down with clients to teach them about all their health insurance options in retirement. It's important to spend time to create a realistic plan, and it's never too early to do so. How and when to use COBRA, individual health insurance, or Medicare are all important to figure out before before you pull the trigger on retirement. At Jane Ryan, what's most important to them is what's right for you and your goals. Every situation is different and there's a lot to know. We help you cut through the confusion. You've got Medicare or healthcare insurance questions and Jane Ryan Insurance Group has answers. South Main Street in Colchester and janeryaninsurance.com. We do not offer all plans in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. At Corsha's Auto Repair, our experienced, trained technicians provide you with honest, upfront answers as well as a written estimate before any work begins. So there are no unexpected costs or surprises when we service or repair your vehicle. It's been a mild winter, but all the potholes in the road have probably ruined the front wheel alignment on your vehicle. With spring coming, it's time to take it to Corsha's for your front wheel alignment so your tires will have their maximum life. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Visit CorshasAutorepair.com to see all the services we offer. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. Locally owned Corsha's Auto Repair. 
keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. That Porsche's Auto Repair. Sorry. Congratulations, Karen Murray, North Stonington, who is the right caller. So she wins a pair of tickets for that big show at the Guard Art Center. We have more to give away this week on Stu's show. That's STU, not as in beef. STU, don't forget, you can email me at stew at wich.com. Let me know about things you like, things you don't like, what you'd like to hear or see on the program, things like that, okay? What else is going on out of Hollywood? Nicolas Cage tells Screen Rant that the fangs he wears in his new Dracula movie, Renfield, are real. Real? No reason in terms of method, but the fangs were genuine fangs. They were ceramic and quite pointy. He said, so I did bite my lip a few times, which made me drink my own blood. I don't think I'd like to play Dracula in a movie. Imagine going around all day going... Maybe the real Dracula never really sounded like that. I don't know. Well, we're going to tell you the states with the most dangerous drivers. What do you think? You may be surprised at this one, but I don't know. Number 10, Hartford, Connecticut. Number 9, San Jose, California. Number 8, Washington, D.C. 7, Denver, Colorado. Number 6, San Francisco. I left my ticket in San Francisco. High on the windshield. Uh, Number uh, 5, Birmingham, Alabama. Worst drivers. Phoenix, Arizona. Number 4, Sacramento, California. 3, Sacramento doesn't do very well. California. Why can't people drive good in California? San Diego, California. And number one, Los Angeles, California. Worst drivers. Why would that be? We'll have some more car trivia coming up in uh, just a moment. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, March 30th at Hilton Mystic for a regional job fair presented by The Day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. and feature some of the region's top employers, as well as free resources including resume review and interview prep. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, to register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. I wish that Boston would be one of the worst driving places. Seeing I grew up in Boston and everybody used to say, oh, the worst drivers uh, come from uh, Boston. Boston, worst drivers. I was probably one of them, actually. I'm better now. I've calmed down. 
On this day in history, in 1797, the washing machine was invented. Really? Just to hang all our clothes out on the line. On this date in 1866, ambulance service was established. On this date in 1881, the Barnum and Bailey Circus was formed. On this date in 1885, U.S. Salvation Army officially organized. On this day in history, March 28th. Plenty of time for your phone calls. If you'd like to get in, our number is uh, 889-5252. Going to play a little tune. We'll be right back with you on Stu's Anything Goes Portion. I just can't help believing When she smiles up soft and gentle With a trace of a misty morning And a promise of tomorrow in her eyes And I just can't help believing When she's lying close beside me And my heart beats with the rhythm of a sign This time the girl is gonna stay This time the girl is gonna stay For more than just a day just can't help believing when she slips her hand in my hand and it feels so small and helpless that my fingers fold around it like a glove and I just can't help believing when she's whispering her magic and the tears Shining, honey, sweet love. This time the girl is gonna stay. This time the girl is gonna stay. This time the girl is gonna stay. For more than just a day. Just a day Can't help believing So I'll leave some Easter eggs under my pillow Easter, we're talking a little bit about school I was not a uh, great student But the teachers liked me Because I didn't talk a lot 
in school. You know, a lot of the other kids were talking all the time. And so they used to send me for errands, to send me for everything. Or clean the uh, erasers. Go to the uh, principal and pass this message along. You know, I was all over the place. Even one time one of the kids uh, made duty in his pants because he never came back from the bathroom, so they sent me down to see if he was all right. That's the kind of jobs that they gave me. And he wasn't all right, believe me, I'll tell you. But um, I remember a lot of my teachers' names, but I did not like school. Not too many people say that. I could have done without it. I was a drifter, but I did pass. But when I got into broadcasting school, that was the most fun ever because everybody was nutsy like me. It was amazing. It's like, man, where have all these people come from? So that was my favorite school year. Just thought I would pass that along. How about you? I remember some of my teachers' names or some of the names they used to call some of the kids. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Is this you? Let me check. Yeah, it's me. Okay. I have a question. I don't have the radio on now, but I have a question for you and everybody. Mm -hmm. If you were the ruler of the world, what is the first thing and second and third thing that you would do? I would keep uh, criminals locked up who are violent. That would be the first thing I would do. Second thing I would do is not separate people like they're doing now, and I'd Look at everybody in this country as a team. Those are two things that right come off the top of my head. What about you? Yeah, I don't know what I would do, but it just bothers me that uh, people are, you know, it seems like in the bigger city in the country, you know, I'm not discriminating against the city, but in the country, everybody's against everybody. But I would hope that, uh, and we have all different religions, but I, I would hope all the religions... Uh, you know, Catholic, Buddhist, and all that would come together. And maybe, you know, I'd like to, you know, if you do anything, I'd like to organize that and just have a, you know, peaceful life for everybody on Earth and not worry about everywhere else. Because I think if there are aliens, they just want to help us. So that's my answer. So why don't they help us where they've been? Huh? Well, maybe yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. You know, like a dog's life or a cat's life is, mm-hmm. is seven years compared mm-hmm. to a human's life. Maybe we're like the dog or the the cat. So, you know, their life is longer. But I I would definitely hope they were here sooner, you know, to help us before because we got a lot of problems. Some people think they're here already. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, some people think, you know, if they weren't here, a lot of people think they live in the core of the earth and all this stuff. But if they are, you know, maybe if they could give the best stuff they have to us and maybe they have problems, too, we could give the best stuff we have, you know, learning on the earth, learning is, you know, living and stuff. I think that'd be a very good um, mm-hmm. conversation. Well, it's interesting. I think that a lot of the politicians, a lot of the media actually divide people and should always talk in terms of we are a team, no matter what your religion, whether yeah, you're, you're a Republican right, or a Democrat, but they keep dividing people. Yeah, 
that's absolutely right, Stu. So I'm going to go now, but I, you know, I just want to encourage everybody and you and me, myself, <clears throat> when we encourage other people, it actually helps us ourselves, even if we ask the question. Okay, <laughs> it's well, I hope that, that you way, know, but if I, I think rule it's the, true. I rule the world. I, you know, I hope at least gives you a good salary. Yeah, and I think God likes our questions. You know, that helps him define who he is or she. Okay, Wonder Man, one more question anyway, for you. Have a good day, Stu. All yeah. right, thank you. How you feeling, all right? Okay, he left me. Hope he's feeling okay. Some things to think about. When I was young, I was a poor golfer. But after years of play and practice... I am no longer young. I love that one. Yes, siree, Bob. It's about a guy named Bob who kept going, yes, siree, yes, siree. Mother-in-law came to dinner and said, why does the dog keep looking at me? And I said, because you're using his plate. Ooh. Uh, who is this moderation we're supposed to be drinking with? I drink with moderation. Cute. These were sent to me via the email at stu at wich.com. I've come to the conclusion that I have a memory like an etch-a-sketch. Etch-a-sketch. I shake my head and forget everything. Those were fun, the etch-a-sketches. I guess they still sell them, huh? I had a few of those growing up. I used to be a rock around the clock. Now it's a limp around the block. Cute little sayings for today. The new SUV has a button that says rear wiper. I'm afraid to push that one. <laughs> yeah. My wife and I are sitting on the couch watching TV and I hear a text realizing I left my phone in the kitchen. I get up, go to the kitchen and check it. And it's a text from my wife. Please bring the chips on your way back. <laughs> okay. All right, get some more of those before 2 o'clock if you can stand them. You're on the air. Welcome. I just bought an extra sketch yesterday from Lee's Toy and Hobby. I can't believe you just said that. You want to know how much they paid for it? You'll die. $9. How much? $9. Uh, go a couple more up, quite a few. I'm kidding, eleven dollars now for etch a sketch? No, keep going. Fifteen? No. Twenty? No. Twenty-five. You got it. I paid twenty-five dollars yesterday for an etch a sketch because I used to have one. I used to bring it into the hairdressing shop and one of my kids dropped it on the floor and broke it. So I thought I need another one just to occupy my time because we don't have cable anymore. So we do puzzles, read books. Um, crossword puzzles. We're occupying our time. We're doing well. But uh, you should have my claim to fame, if you want to put it on my tombstone, is I can actually sign my name like I write a check. And I showed the lady at the store who I know down in Groton, and I said, I took it out of the box, and I said, I can sign my name like a check. And she goes, you cannot. I go, yes, I can. And I did it in front of her, and she was like, holy crap. I'm like, yep. I can do it on an etch a sketch. You should have picked sign up the you should have picked up name. the you should have picked up the etch a sketch and erased the price tag. <laughs> okay. Well, what they have on the box at a little plastic thing it says, um oh God, what did it say? Um 
no Wi-Fi required. That's what it said. Mm-hmm. There's like a little thing that you peel off that comes on the etch sketch and it says no Wi-Fi required because these days, you know, the kids don't get that. So, yep, I just bought it yesterday. It's sitting right in front of me. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. I love those. You draw something, you don't like it, you get rid of it quick. and uh, 25 bucks for that. I'll bet you when I got my Etch-A-Sketch, it was a buck. It was a buck, maybe, huh? Well, hey. Here's an angry wife's note to her husband. Your dinner is in the recipe book on page 34, and the ingredients are at the store. I love these. They're awful cute. You can send me some funny stuff. I don't mind. I used to wake up feeling like a million bucks. Now I feel more like a bounced check. I'm looking for some I can say on the radio without getting in trouble here. You'd bail me out, wouldn't you? You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Just reading about the Food and Drug Administration. You know how they they messed up before with the baby formula? Mm -hmm. Well, in November, um, the FDA found that there two batches of the company's Enthamil Prosobi Simple Plant-Based Formula had been possibly contaminated with a deadly pathogen. But they didn't notify anybody until February 20th because they wanted to investigate how it got there. Meanwhile, from November 20th to February 20th, that formula was being sold. It wasn't. It wasn't taken off the shelf. Did now, anybody die from the it? Same type of thing earlier. Mm-hmm. They need to do something with the FDA, you know, to to try to protect us and our children. And it's ridiculous. It's, it's, well, I'll be looking into that one. That's another thing, believe me, another big topic. Okay. You know, there, there are too many topics. <laughs> there really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have dozens that I could talk to you about, but anyway, that's that's the one that hit me today. I mean, they know in November, and then they don't say anything until February. Meanwhile, babies and, and those on that formula might be the ones that that's the only formula they can take, you know, so that they are using it. And the babies could have been poisoned. It's it's outrageous. Anyway. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Outrageous. There's rageous and then there's outrageous. Are we ever going to be out of rageous? I don't know. There's a sign that says, no senior citizen discounts. You have had twice as long to get the money. Uh... Teach your kids about taxes. Eat 30 percent of their ice cream. Kind of learn about taxes. Today's offer, buy any two drinks and pay for them both. I love some of the stores that say uh, you get two of these for the price of one. But they're both the same price. So, I don't know. That always confused me. Respect your parents. They pass school without Google. Yeah! We didn't have Google when we went to school. We used to goggle, but not Google. Hmm? Respect your parents. They pass school without Google. And they did darn well, let me tell you. Remember that, kid. What else do I have? I got some funny stuff here. 
but they're kind of cartoons. I could describe what the cartoon looks like. I'm working on cartoons, by the way. I'm working on my PV cartoons. It's called My Pet Peeve. I'm thinking of putting out a book or maybe throwing them away, but I'm working on it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Um, I, uh, I'd i like to just uh, reach out to your audience. I know it's late in the, in the program, but um, let me just say Poison Ivy is back. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to help my daughter. Uh, who had a patch of it, and I ended up getting it. I thought I protected myself well, but boom, it is in full bloom on my wrist and my my forearm. Well, I tell you, and I hope uh, it doesn't it, spread. Awful, awful. You know, it, the itch can make you crazy. I had it uh, several years ago. It was the worst poison ivy ever. I had to go to a doctor and get a shot. Uh, it was awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know back when uh, in the 60s uh, in, in elementary school and earlier, if uh, if, uh, doc, if the doctor, the medical community knew about ADHD uh, in children, mm-hmm. but uh, I was not a good student in elementary school. And... Uh, <laughs> Much later in life, I was diagnosed with it, uh, but I don't know if that was why I was a little unruly. But uh, could have been nobody really knew about it then when we went to yeah, school. I, I was, a, I was, you know, I was a handful. I look back now and say, boy, I don't know how they tolerated me. But I was trying to learn ABC, not AHD or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, unbelievable. But the, um, but, but, but yeah, I have, I have. Uh, I have some good, great memories of of those of those early days out there in uh, elementary school, and I I certainly do look back and say, gosh, the teachers the teachers do a wonderful job uh, with all you know with all students. They have so much on their plate uh, every day. They come in knowing that the plate is going to be going to be pretty full, and uh, they seem to make it all happen by the end of the day. But, uh, there are some yeah. teachers that are able to uh, connect with kids better than others, and they respect them more. It's a tough job, believe me. It's a tough job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had, uh, you know, I had a couple favorites. I had a couple, you know, elementary school favorite teachers. Things change from elementary to middle school, and uh, you know, I think what you can kind of get away with. At least I felt that way. But whole group, you go to a whole different school and a whole group of new people are there and uh, so but whatever you know just being a just i remember this time of the year when baseball cards came out mm-hmm. we took our baseball cards and went as we were waiting for school to open up against the building we would play a game uh two different types of games with baseball cards to try to uh you know win the potter who got closer to the building well, who got? We would lean a cart against the building, mm-hmm. and then who could? Who, you know, I don't know how far away we stood. Maybe six feet, and we would fling the card. Uh, each of us would take a turn flinging cards to knock the the, the one that's leaning down, and then we would take uh, take our winnings and <laughs> go back and forth until one day we forgot to go into school, and the teacher came out, took our cards. Oh yeah, and that was the last that we saw of those. She didn't give them back when school was oh, out? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Miss, 
Miss Short was not a friendly teacher for me. I, I, I hid in my house not to go to school in her class when she was a second grade teacher. I, uh, my grandmother, you know, she, I, I probably missed 28 days that year. I just didn't like that teacher. But you couldn't really express yourself then about what was going on. I don't know. Uh, they didn't make any, any, any changes. But the baseball cards were, would also take them and just flip them heads or tails and play that, that game as well. But, yeah, that was back when the, you know, boy, if you had a team, uh, the Yankee or the mm-hmm. Red Sox or whatever, a team card, you had everything. That was a big deal back then. Oh, as were was the, the heroes of the day. It was exciting to open up a new pack of cards, really. Oh, the gum. I can smell the gum Ooh, right now. Yeah, the gum, oh, the yeah. gum was everything. <laughs> Isn't it funny? I have to go find to see if they're still selling those somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they sell with. They do sell the packs, but I don't think they put gum in them anymore. Oh really? Oh Mm -hmm. wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to deal with that accordingly. But did uh, you save any of your baseball cards? I had many. They ended up in my grandmother's attic. Mm Hmm. And I moved on, and uh, she passed on, and the house passed on, and. I I don't have a one. I don't have a one from my childhood. I, I would certainly have some wonderful cars being close to, you know, the the uh, New York market was a big market for me when I grew up. So I had the Yankees and uh, that was we we didn't have the television connection at those days to get the Boston stations. Uh we were just getting the uh, Hartford maybe New Haven and we would pull in a Yankee game here and there. But, uh, Do you know a Mickey Mantle card sold sold way over a million dollars? <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Well, you know, I, I everything is relative. I'm I'm not a money hungry hungry person. I, I in fact that's another thing about life. As you get older, I have found this uh, in my early seventies. Now, I don't really need a lot to live on. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to need a lot. But I mean, I have to. I pay my bills, but um, it's not as if I need uh, uh, an exorbitant amount of money. I, I poor Tiger. Just say something about Tiger Woods a little while ago. This this million, that million. Uh, gee whiz, uh, I would. I don't know if I would want that much. I at this point in my life, if I stumbled on that kind of money, I would definitely be giving it to my family, giving it to people that I mm-hmm. know who might need it, appreciate money for the sake of, you know, taking care of themselves. But I, I if I had a million dollars in my in my in my account, I, I'd be kind of ashamed. I'd be almost like, wow, I don't deserve this. Well, okay, you're being hard on yourself, but I'm glad that you're it's like well, you know, as long as we have a saying, I, as long as I, we have a pillow. Live. Um, I don't. I don't. I take good care of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the family and myself, and uh, we eat well and those types of things. But I just don't. Uh, I just don't. Well, that's uh, good. You, you then you have less stress in your life because some I, people well, live for I guess them. So yeah, the only thing, the best, the best stress reliever is turning everything off and not listening. <laughs> Especially <laughs> these days. Hey. But then you get awfully lonely. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All of us. You too. I've got to get on my horse and get out of here. Nothing personal, but it's getting close to 2 o'clock. That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen.
Bob will be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Problem with some folks, it's never enough. You know? Nobody ever says, well, I got enough money, that's it. I don't need it anymore. Have a pillow and have dark chocolate in the house. Main thing is to keep your health as healthy as you can. That's the most important thing. six televisions. All I need is one remote control that actually works. Everybody, please be kind to each other. This is the Baja Marimba Band. You know what? They're going to kick it in in just a moment. You know that, don't you? Riders in the Sky, Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DV in Norwich. Jimmy Fowler, check him out. He's funny. After the news at 2.